0: Hello and welcome to White Centipede Noise Podcast. I'm Oscar Brummel and today my guest is Jim Harris of the label Fusty, the Project Deterge and Laureate, as well as many, many others. If you're listening to or watching White Centipede Noise Podcast, please support it now at patreon.com slash white centipede noise. Patreon support is essential for keeping the show going and there are a lot of additional benefits for you for doing so. So head over to patreon.com slash white centipede noise now to support noise. Welcome to White Centipede Noise Podcast. How are you doing? Thank you so much for meeting with me and um, getting into what you do with me. Uh, for those who don't know, this is Jim Harris of Deterge and the voracious noise label Fusty Cunt. And,
1: and Laureate laureate, laureate City, exactly
0: though. exactly yeah. exactly i I was going to ask you about laureate as well that's on yeah. that's on the list to talk about but that's good that you bring that right to the forefront cool so um I think let's start with your label first
2: sure
0: um what led you to the formation of of your label in the first place
1: um I, I started it, uh, cause along, along with, uh, like PTM, uh, which we might, we'll probably get into that too. Um, yeah. I, they, they kind of started at roughly the same time. Um, and I was like, I was about 13 and it was probably the year 2000. Cause I was in eighth grade.
0: You were 13.
1: Like, yeah. I was like 13.
0: When you started fusty.
1: Yeah. It technically, technically started when I, uh, when I started cause it was, you know, it didn't really exist, but it technically existed. Okay. Um, probably 2006 is when I actually started doing anything with it, but it probably, it, you know, it, it, I dub, you know, I dub my own tapes and there's, so I guess if you do, if you would call it like, uh, if you did it by catalog numbers, uh, it would be like fusty negative stuff yeah. <laughs> you, know, you go backward. Cause it's like, you know, stuff that's like Good. five copies. It, it, it almost doesn't exist. Well, um, like I don't have copies of certain things that just, they're, they're gone. Um, but I, uh, I started it and it was, it was mostly, it was noise core. It
3: uh-huh. was,
1: uh, you know, cause I actually like <laughs> badly played instruments. Um, and I used to record onto an old uh, karaoke machine. Uh huh. So you would do like you you would record the drums, and then you'd like overdub it, uh, like the guitar, and then like then overdub that with like vocal. It was sound awful. Great. How do you it's overdub great. on a
0: karaoke machine?
1: So it was a literal karaoke machine, and it, it had two decks, and you could. So you re- could record one take uh you know, whatever whatever you wanted to record. And then you could like play that one into the other deck and it would record it, but you would just turn it down a little bit so that or, you know, turn the other deck up a little and you could layer it. It was it was basically a two track, cool. you know, rather than a four track, yeah. I guess. Um I I don't even have it anymore. Uh but I kinda wish I did because I, I almost wish I could go back and mess with it you know for sure create really bad recordings but uh it was cool you know you could you could actually do it i mean or or you could just you know get a room mic and record everything at once yeah um yeah i i kind of started it and for the record i absolutely hate the name now i think it's stupid oh Uh, the label name fusty cunt yep i think it's stupid (laughs) i mostly just say fusty now yeah. And it's not because like oh you know the word cunt is it but it's just it's it's easier to just say one word. Um and it's just also <laughs> it's it, it's a pretty outrageous word in in the scheme of words like it's whatever but you kind of say it and people are like Ugh. yeah. Uh you know like I, I'm not going to tell my people at my work that you know that's my label name. Right. Um But it's... uh, The
0: combination with fusty is... I mean, fusty is an obscure word that you don't really... I mean, it's an obscure word, but it's very disgusting when you... It means, yeah, it means,
1: uh, like, extremely dirty, kind of... It's dirty, musty, gross. So, I mean, a a fusty cunt is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um, But I was... I mean, obviously, I was a big anal cunt fan.
0: Yeah. Available now on Virtues... Kate Rissek, Decayed Signals LP. Kate Rissek has been cultivating her sound with strict focus, making her project risulka a veritable household name. For her new LP on Virtues entitled Decayed Signals, she sheds the risulka moniker, starting fresh, yet sacrificing none of the project's intensity and strength. Also available, John Miller, The Future is Unlimited, always. Digibook CD. Mott, Fickle CD. Releases from Corporate Park, Doll, Swollen Organs, Fog of Joy, Climax Denial, and more. This and other quality post-industrial music can be discovered at VirtuesLabel.com. What were you doing with
1: Noisecore at 13? Just basically, you know, like, when I was real young, I uh, I liked nu metal and stuff like that. And I I still, at, I think, 13, I still I still listen to, like, Slipknot and stuff like that, Korn. um, you know, whatever, but I got into, uh, got into relapse, some stuff. Uh, you know, I started getting into like, like mortician and I, at that point, I think maybe, maybe Nile also like just some of the, like, and obviously cannibal corpse and stuff like that. Um, and I, I don't know why nor, I think noise, I, it was noise core. Cause like, I was just not really a great musician. Um, and it was just, you know, it was almost just fun. Uh, like I would play, we'd play like local shows. Um, so I had an old band called Jimmy's band (laughs) and, uh, it was, I would play guitar and do vocals, but we would also have like, who kind of whoever was playing that day was also in the band. So we'd have, you know, a bunch of guitars going, a few drums, you know, you just set up all the drums and it was just, you know, it was chaos and it was, it was violence. Yeah. Uh, I was in this was, a, I was a little bit old, I, uh, but I mean, it was still in high school. So yeah. it, I was young high school when I started doing, you know, uh, more shows. Um, and yeah, it mostly came out of like, you know, you listen to stuff. It's like, I want to play fast. I want to play... You know, just really heavy, you know, heavy stuff. And just, it's just chaos. It was chaos. Um, and that, you know, noise core and stuff led me to noise. And it's, fr- I, I, I made it before I really listened to it. But, like, Gorby on Necropsy, um, Noise A Go Go on Relapse is, uh... Um, it's amazing. It's, it's, I heard that and I was like, what, this is insane. And then, you know, you hear rectal anarchy with, you know, with Merzbow, Right. And, you know, you can just start taking it from there. So relapse is very important to my beginnings as, as is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but cause it had that, you know, that metal and then noise connection. Yeah. Cool.
0: So, so- you started releasing stuff, releasing yeah, releasing as under <laughs> as Fusty Cunt when you were around 13,
1: 13 or fourteen, yeah.
0: Were it, you only releasing your own stuff?
1: It was it was all my own stuff. It was okay. nothing nothing else. So that's why it's like it like that's why I say it technically exists, but it doesn't.
3: Okay,
0: and then so so then going forward, what how did you land at Fusty Cunt, where it is? well not now but in the beginning like when you started publishing it kind of more publicly and working with other Um, other artists and stuff like that
1: i i just i started getting in contact with um just random people uh one of the first guys i i think it's i think it was carl krueger and he did baby daddy uh i believe Mm -hmm. it's krueger i can't i can't remember at this point um and that was one of the first things I released that, uh, that wasn't mine. So the, the first couple things are the baby daddy. Um, I did something for Vilk. It was a night in D. Yep. Um, and then I actually got in touch with Dan Williams. Um, he does, uh, oh my God. Now it's, I'm, I'm sorry Dan it's um, like um, he used to do he the first thing he did was poached goat okay we did a split and he actually was from the next town over you know but we're both small town people cause yeah. like, Chicago area but definitely not Chicago yeah um and yeah I, I just from the I actually don't know how I started getting in touch with people like yeah. the internet I guess you know yeah. just whatever um maybe it was the Tronics Chondritic Forum, maybe, but it might. It was. It was before that, I think.
0: Well, I know that this is post. This is after that, but I mean, I remember meeting you probably around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, maybe, and like- you were oftentimes like. I think probably the first time I met you was in Milwaukee. That's probably right. Um, but you were often. And I don't know if we, like, talked, but you were often driving from very mm-hmm. far to go to different shows. And then eventually, like, you would start coming to Minneapolis and stuff like that. And, like, so what What was what was that time all about? Because you were, like, really fucking hardcore, like, driving. And then you'd, like, drive home that same night
1: oftentimes. Oh, yeah, I still do. Not like the Texans. The Texans are really insane. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I lived... With traffic, it was always over an hour just to Chicago um, and then Milwaukee actually was roughly the same because there was almost never traffic to Milwaukee okay. so it was it was a little bit farther distance wise but time wise yeah. so it was like you know hour hour and a half give or take yeah. um, okay. And it was just you know random randomly good shows uh, that I don't even know how I would find out about them uh one really early one i remember in chicago was uh a Al-Zaga, alzaga yellow tears um I, that was that was a really good one um but even then that was oh eight oh nine. yeah so it, it was it was before then and yeah i would just i don't mind driving really i just yeah. don't would you
0: couldn't would you connect with people always at those shows like would you go to shows and like talk to people and like make those connections
1: when when I would do that for, uh, like, let's say I I would go up to Milwaukee, and this is actually before I like knew Ingman, and I would go like see fetopsy. Um, I I would if I didn't go alone, I would go with a uh, one. There was one friend that I had in high school that was just, you know, way into every. He and I all we would do was you know we were in bands, we would just make random stuff. Um, he's probably. He doesn't do anything like he, he never releases anything, but he's one of the best like techno producers I've ever heard, wow. but he'll never release anything. Doesn't care. Doesn't want to have anything to do with anybody. Yeah. Just like a true misanthrope.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but he and I would, you know, we would go up there and we wouldn't talk to anyone. Um, and I went to I went, so I went to school in Madison for a year and uh, there's a record store uh, or was and it was Earwax. And, uh, I believe, uh, Dominic actually, you know, he, he knows all about that. And that's kind of where he got his start with, uh, with Mm -hmm. hospital and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, I got in touch with him, uh, with, um, Rob at earwax and through him, I kind of started talking to a little bit more people. Um, he put out an early black metal thing I did when I was like 18 or something Uh like that. Um, but I think it wasn't until like I started with noise that I, uh, that I started talking to people more. So when it was music like death metal, um, grindcore and stuff like that, I didn't really talk to anyone just, you know, cause whatever, but yeah. the noise, I think it was, you know, smaller things. And it's just like, well, I guess I'll talk to this, like, you know, one of the seven people here, Yeah, <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> It, it, so it kind of was just natural, uh, yeah. between Milwaukee and Chicago, you know, yes. when I, when, uh, when like Mac, Adam and I, and stuff like that, when we kind of went, we, we all were in it like a little bit of different times, but, uh, when we had started, we, we were no one, no one gave a shit about anything and yeah. we, we built it from nothing. Yeah. Uh and for a while, Chicago was the place to play in the yeah. United States, for sure, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, so it's just you 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 end up talking to the the one of seven people or something like that, and you just become the friend because <laughs> there there's no one else, not Definitely. not that they're not that that's bad, but it's just like that's that's who you talk to, and then you know that guy then knows someone else maybe from Boston or something like that, and oh, hey, you know, I got in touch with Egan Budd. Yeah, right. you know things like that.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: And you you made a pretty good friendship with John Engman, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: From custodian.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, he he's one that I so a lot of times when I even talk to people, uh, I'll often talk about noise and stuff like that. That's like that's my main thing in common with most people. Uh Engman, I ju- we'll just we'll talk. I was talking to him earlier today. You know, yeah. uh, we we did start so. We decided to scrap Yerth um, because the name and no one said it right anyway. And it was I guess it's like a big uh, like Earth spelled U-R-T-H is like a uh, it's like a fantasy role play like uh-huh. realm that exists. Uh-huh. So there's I think there's like 10 bands named Earth. OK, but we were Yerth because it's Urethra. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I talked to John uh, a bunch. We started a, uh, a new thing um that's not noise it's gonna it's probably it's gonna be like industrialized grind core gore grind i think we don't we don't know yet we don't know what it's gonna be but cool. awesome yeah so he he's one that i actually just you know we talk about our dog doing yeah. you know, our dogs and stuff like that and just you know random stuff He like he's he's a, a friend friend
0: out now on absurd exposition zenta sustained serpent track patterns 12 inch New 2022 material from the Cult Collaborative Project between Ryan Bloomer and Sam McKinley. Forthcoming absurd exposition seeds from Dodge Jones Rage, Neural, Fold, and Resulka, with many more releases planned for 2023 and beyond. Plus, over 2,000 items currently in stock at Scream and Ride Distro, a Montreal-based source for experimental electronics, harsh noise, etc. Offering affordable shipping worldwide. Visit screamandride.com for ultimate noise power. So, okay, so you kind of have this... this noise core grind core black metal background what was that switch that turned you on to like pure electronic noise in that way and that you know i assume that's kind of where your heart lies now Yeah,
1: it it, it is very much that now um i think it i think it was a natural progression of kind of just what else is there you know you listen to something you listen to Napalm Death, right? Napalm Death, I would consider mainstream grindcore, right? Like normal people might know Napalm Death. Then you start going into like, oh, you know, I'll listen to, you know, I don't know. I can't even think. It's Sore Throat. Sure. You you just, you start going down there and then it's like, oh, well now I like, I I like Gore Grind more because it's faster. It's more insane. It's more, it's more noisy. Um, Or it can be anyway. And you, you start you just kind of start getting into that and it's, it just progresses into that's what you end up listening to. So like I, I would make electronic noise cause I would just do, you know, just use anything you could. Like when I found out what a contact mic was, it was just that, that, that changed my life. Yeah. Um, but you know, just throwing stuff around, breaking glass, doing stuff like that. It was more, more like the organic noise than the electronic noise, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, which I, I still think is a lot cooler. No, ma- no matter what, it's always going to be cooler. Yeah. Electronic noise is, you can make it sound cool, but nothing beats the sound of real things doing real things. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I had, I would just make it on my own and then, and then I kind of was like, Oh, like, you know, like Burzbo exists, Missona exists. Uh, it, you, know, you you go down that rabbit hole from there of like what what else is there and you know it becomes it becomes natural and then and then you just you're hooked you're addicted yeah. you know some people like alcohol i like noise
3: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: what, what is it about noise that you love so much
1: it just feels right I don't know. I, I, I've searched for. I stopped asking myself that question probably a decade ago. And it's just. It, it's. Because it, it, noise is much more than the sound to me. Much, much, much more. Uh, that's why I only care about physical media. Um, even if it's a J card, you know, a 4x4 four four J card that's black and white, it's that there's a reason for that there's there's more reason in noise than there is say a, a death metal album that has maybe a cool cover or something like that the cover you could get um a digital copy of and you're like okay that's you know it is what it is but there isn't there isn't really any other genre that where you can have something that's you know packaged in a skull or Packaged with like broken glass, packaged with you know wrapped in chicken wire, you know all, all the the tropes, but they're they're meaningful. Um, and even at this point, it's like yeah, you can package something in chicken wire, and so many people have done it, but it doesn't matter. It's the nostalgia, and it's the um, the homage, the homage to what it what that's what noise is. Noise is fifty-fifty. It is presentation and it is sound and it can go either way something can be some can totally sound like garbage it can sound like nothing but if its package is just awesome that's all that matters it it doesn't matter what it sounds you because you can just it's a sculpture at that point and it's still noise um and even sometimes the the package can make noise you know yeah. it's 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 important and it should never ever go away once that go once the art of it and i hate to call it art but it, i mean it is once that goes away it's it doesn't matter um and that that's the other reason why we can delve into this more i don't noise is not music it's not music you can listen to it like music, but it is still not music and I don't think it ever will be. Nor should it be. Why not? Why um, is like music? Cuz it doesn't need to be. Um music music has that rhythm, it has it has everything you should enjoy about and it can be any anything it could be country it can be rap it can be rock it can be pop it can be it's it to me that's all the same thing um it's just doing it a different way noise noise is about like an attitude so it's like i said you can listen to it like it is music but that's not the point of it i think i think some people can make it that point they can it's it's how you do it and if once it becomes more musical it ceases to be noise
0: well so the examples you gave of musical genres are all like kind of related to like pop
1: yeah well no, but, it's, but, there's, but there's but we're going go to go into like classical stuff then yeah if we're
0: talking about classical music or music from other cultures or religious music from other cultures or tribal music there's a lot of music that sounds very very far removed from
1: western western
0: stuff with a beat that's a four minute song or whatever you know
1: right right different time signatures different things like that um yes i uh i agree um and like then you you could go into like cage where cage said you know everything is music right um I I think it's I think it's a disservice to call it music because I think it is more than that because I, I think because it's more than the sound. I think I think that maybe is what sets it apart is noise when it's just the sound is arguably music but then is it arguably noise anymore? I think noise has to have that extra backing of presentation, um, whether, like I said, whether it be a uh, some elaborate package or whether it's just a Xerox J card, yeah, it, it's like that's the noise, and it's it. Uh, it's hard. It, it's very difficult.
0: <laughs> are there ideas behind noise that are inherent to it, or or content, or or at or? is there intent behind the noise that's inherent to it what do you mean i don't know a content or ideas or intent behind the sound and presentation that makes it noise i mean could something that that maybe doesn't sound like noise be noise because of the Mm. the Um, the content or the presentation or the intent
1: maybe but i can't think of an example i i would actually say yes but i can't think of an example Mm -hmm. um and that's just because I can't think of one right now. I, I'm sure I've heard it, um, but just can't think. Uh, that's uh, I I I enjoy that. I like thinking that because noise can be the train, you know, going down the tracks. It can be your radiator making noise like that's, and if you, so, that I think that's the other thing is it's noise has un. Fortunately, become genre-tized. Whereas, if I like, if you if you take the definition of noise, um, baby crying, just me knocking, uh, and I record that and put it to a tape, is that music? Well, some argue yes, but no, it's it's not, and so. When you oh lost my train of thought a little bit but
0: a, 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 a non noise I mean yeah so you're talking about the idea of like kind of when it when it becomes sound with intent reproduced does that, that to me that's when sound becomes music sort of in a way is it like when with sound
1: you' yeah, your're you're ver- so it verges closer to music it's so it's um there's there's yeah I, so I, I would then say there's music and then there's noise and then there's noise which we kind of know and it, it can straddle that line where it's like some things some things are more i so I think um uh, let's use Stefan as an example with yosted. Uh, It is oftentimes, uh, you know, the sounds of like a boat crashing against a a thing, uh, or against a dock, and he he might manipulate it and stuff like that. And I think it it comes into the production maybe when you start producing it and producing it, it becomes more musical. Mm -hmm. If I were to just take shit or let's just say he so a field recording is a field recording music of just you know outside the wind and the leaves and stuff like that right like that's more noise than it is music i would say um it's it's like an ambient noise so i guess it is the when you start processing things it moves into musical territory, not necessarily music, but it's musical. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if someone is throwing around metal in a basement, recording it, maybe adding a little bit of distortion or something like that. And, uh, you know, mixing, uh, or, uh, editing it so that it's, you know, whatever, it's still more noise. But even then, once you start editing stuff, it gets musical. Yeah. Once, if you add rhythm, so like you can bang stuff in rhythm, might become more musical.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, but by that logic, so like take, you, you said you know bang stuff in the basement with some distortion is noise, and processing is more musical. Like what about a like a T F album? That's like super processed, edited, composed sound that it's all noise sounds and it doesn't ever have a melody or a rhythm, but it's like, it's put in a way that's very, it pl- with very clear intent. And it's in a psych- in a, in a way that has a psychological effect and like a emotional effect, not like, you know like crying or happy, but it's right, like, right. you feel the, the, the excitement. You f- it, it, it's composed in a way that, that, that the human brain responds to.
1: Right. Is that, and there, not- there lies music? the Therein lies the ultimate argument and problem, you know, with this, no matter what. that, that I think uh, those who say it's never music, those who say it's, you know, it is music, that's... There is no... I, I don't think there's an answer. There is no answer. It is an, it's an ongoing debate, and there's always going to be good examples for either side, and that is an example I I still think that it's noise it's just I don't know it's just not music yeah. it's just it's just not and I uh, like and going back to like you know just even non-western music a lot of it is uh noisy but it's just it's not like you can, I th- I don't know it's weird cuz you can instantly hear that and be whether you like it or not but you're like that okay that's that's music yeah, um, and I think a lay person who let's say they never have heard noise before and never even heard uh, Indian music, you could play both of them. They would hear Indian music, and I think they'd be like, "Oh, wow, this is like crazy music." Yeah. And if you played um, TEF, yeah, they'd be like, "What? What is this? This is insane noise." Right. I think. I think that that's where it, it, to to us because we are so invested in it we're going to overthink that. And I think may, maybe that's the the answer is we know too much. Yeah. You, the, the answer lies in the person who has never heard it in their entire life. Well,
0: that's true. I mean, it's also like, you know, the first time you hear, I don't know, I remember when I was kind of like in high school, you were, I think, involved in like extreme music for a lot, much longer than I was. So maybe they didn't have the same experience, but I remember like, you know, kind of when Wolf I was getting popular and stuff like that, there were all these people running around calling all this stuff noise. And everyone's like, oh, Can is the best noise band. Or like, or like, I don't know, some, I don't know, popular band, but like local bands around here that were like these like, it was like a throbbing dance beat, but then it had some like, like, I don't know, squirming electronics over it. And it was like, that was noise. And for people that was, because it was like, you hear it, and you're like, if you're listen if you're accustomed to clean, organized, you know, music, structured music, um, it's like it's cl- it's clearly at the, at the
1: first first shot. It's like noise. Like, whoa, this is noise. That, good good point. Because uh, now I would then argue that Wolf Eyes is definitely not noise. It is definitely music. Yeah. Um. And the something that I have been thinking about for, for myself for a while is I don't think I really make noise anymore. Mm. I think I, I think I, so going back to the the TEF and stuff, maybe it is music. Once you start knowing what you're doing, it ceases to be noise. It's noisy, but it is no longer noise. Uh, like I, deterge isn't quite power electronics, and it's uh, it's, but it's so structured now that I don't think I'm making noise. I, I'm making whatever I'm making, no. um, but I don't think it is noise anymore. And so I think that's the thing: is us, uh, the people who listen to noise, mostly. Maybe we're not really listening to noise anymore. Um, because we're looking for something that maybe sounds good. You you don't want to listen to garbage, so... But there... It, it definitely... Exi- I, I wish I could go back and not know what the hell I'm doing at all. And I think then I may... I used to make noise. I no longer make noise. Uh, you don't make noise. You're too good. Stefan doesn't make noise. He's too good. Dom can make music but i think he ha- so uh, maybe some people have the power to just make things that are like so not musical um the the Rita Richard Ramirez i think they still make noise um i don't think i don't think that is musical at all at all um black leather jesus is noisy but it is there is some purpose so maybe it isn't noise anymore mm-hmm. so the thing the things the things that get debated the most like you know whether or not you like vomer maybe vomer makes noise he's one of the few that is still making noise whereas the rest of us are making music yeah damn that's deep because it's devoid of energy it's devoid of anything, yeah, and whether or not it's good, that doesn't matter
0: right, yeah, and maybe by that definition there's a lot of things that we maybe don't define as music or that that we consider music or that we consider more musical really are noise, I mean really are much more chaotic, even though it might involve a a guitar, or or even a band, or even a or even a melody or sound, but some the way, its purpose and the way it's mangled and manipulated, maybe is more noise according to this definition than you know someone crafting. Static to sound. Really great, you know.
1: Right, right. It's, you know, like I said, it's an it's an ongoing it's an ongoing struggle that I don't, I don't think we're ever going to have an answer. Some, that was people deep what you, it, some people don't.
0: That was deep. What you said though, a minute ago about like maybe us that listen to noise. We're not, li- we're not listening to noise anymore.
1: Right. Cause That's, you listen to so much of it.
0: And, and you're listening to it in a musical way, I think.
1: Right. And, and the way that it, it has progressed throughout the years, you know, cause people don't want to make or listen to the same thing over and over again. I, I sure as hell don't. Um, what do you do? You kind of s- start adding musical elements because that's natural. I- it's natural to do. Music is very natural um, to want to listen to and it's it's pleasing. It's really hard for me to record something and if i i'm sure you're the same if you don't like it i'm sure you scrap it because you also think well no one else i I hate this most people are also going to hate this it's going to do not well or you know whatever it does it might not look good on you you think you're you're releasing a piece of shit but maybe what you recorded then was actual noise (laughs) and you know what you're you're not you're not striving for noise Ah, it's hard.
0: You're striving for art.
1: You're striving for art, or something. Yeah, or music, I don't you're know. striving
0: for music. I mean, I, I, right. I, I would agree with you then, but I would I, then I would say that a lot of the noise that I listen to, at least, which is pure harsh noise, which has no musical elements to it, no mel- melodic or, or rhythmic stuff. I would, I can, cons- I consider it music. I listen to it in a musical way. And whether I do not, too. And whether or not the the intent is to be heard that way. I think my brain looks for it to be musical and my brain enjoys on that level.
1: I think most brains by default, they have to, it's the only way you're, you know, I I think you would have to never have heard music before in your life to have that not. And even then music might just be natural because what the hell is music? Like, why? Why? Why is music pleasing? Why is certain things good? You know why? Why does why does this structure of notes sound like shit? Whereas this structure that's slightly different, I, you know even like dissonant chords and stuff like that. It's like it's so, it sounds wrong.
3: Yeah,
1: and it's because our brain is telling us that it is. And you have to just get, I guess you have to get over it. Yeah, if you if you want to look at it a different way you have to get over sure. it
0: but 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 a lot of that is learned i mean a lot of that is learned the reason i that think so is is culturally and the reason that we like the music we like is because that's the reason that you the grew music up with it we, on the radio or what yeah, yeah and from a baby you know then like, you know i think i i wonder how that could be i mean of course we see different musics and different culture in the world but i mean i wonder how far that could be changed in a person's psych, brain psychology if that's if they were just only introduced to very different things as music.
1: Yeah. I I I think man, I want to get like a room of like music professors and stuff just to kind of see like just play them all kinds of different stuff and see, you know, like just have them talk about it for 10 hours. Yeah. And Maybe you're going to still, we're going to still get the same conclusion. You know, I would rather have
0: <laughs> music scientists because I know music professors, yeah, have, there's a lot of people that have studied, you know, this kind of stuff for a long time, and they always have a very, they have a certain, a lot of times, a certain attitude towards this whole topic. And they think, you know, well, I'll be more interested in the musical science, like the, like, the, 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 um, I don't know, um, what do you call it? What kind of scientists, like neurologists and things like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I actually was, uh, my old major when I was a freshman in college, I was going for physics and it was going to be like audio. Like I Mm -hmm. I was very interested in audio physics and, uh, let me write that down. That is actually the whole, um, theme of the Laureate album. So we can talk about that later. Yeah. Well,
0: I have all these notes here to ask about the label more, um, but yeah, let's but let's let's, let's let's circle back to the label. So tell me about tell me about Laureate.
1: Uh, Laureate originally just uh, started because I wanted to start making like minimal techno, uh, and um, the whole theme originally was every track is uh, you know named after a different. Uh, Nobel Prize laureate um, mm-hmm. from all the fields except peace, <laughs> um, and it, mo- mostly the science fields: the uh, the medicine, physics, and chemistry. Um, and I, I had given it to Dom, and he liked it. Uh, I think I originally gave him six tracks, and four ended up on the first tape. Um, second tape. Uh, you know, more of the same. You know, it was more techno-oriented, and then uh, so getting to the the album, uh, the LP, it was originally started in 2011, and it w- it was probably going to be Deterch. Um, but Dom actually, he's the one who said, uh, let let's do it as laureate. Because he wanted Laureate was on hospital,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I said, "Oh, you know, okay, I think it, I think it'll work because of exactly what it's about." And so, what, what it is, is it's a concept album about a um, scientist uh, over theorizing that um, sound is more important than light in the theory of relativity. Um, and the, his reasoning is because, uh, a, in a black hole, light cannot escape it. However, it still produces sound. And before any scientists out there, I, I, I know that the black hole does not, it's the accretion disc. It's like right outside of it before it gets pulled. That actually makes the sound. But in this scientist world and laureate, you know, in this universe, <laughs> it's the, it, it's the sound that is more important and the uh, the name of it eurekaphilia is getting so excited by your like theoretical uh, it, it, by, towards the end of the album you know so to say he he proves it you know he, he's able to prove it and it's so powerful like the the the, the eureka moment is a sexual gratification,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so hence you're in a eurekophilia. It's that's and good. that's
0: that's not a real word though. Is that you made it's that? It's not up? a real. No, okay. it's it's
1: not a real word. Um, Cool. It's. I mean, it's, it's two words. It's a good word. Put together two two existing words to yeah, make yeah. up a word that doesn't exist. Yeah. Cool. Um, But the and so. The reason why that sounds a lot different than the tapes is because it was recorded over the course of you know eight years or whatever it was um and it was it was it was originally gonna be deterge but it's it's just it has that's i probably my favorite thing I've ever recorded because i don't really think too many things sound like it
3: mm-hmm. in definitely
1: not like they're they're, they're probably there's definitely like techno stuff um noisy techno i mean yeah. techno kind of started off really noisy like the yeah. 90s techno is some of that stuff is so amazing um but i think it's it's introduced like uh, a lot of it's uh the the techno kind of or songs on there
3: yeah
1: uh they're more like the dutch and um australian like hard style like yeah. it's it's not like that minimal techno it's like that huge um and that's that, the other reason i i kind of choose that music for it is because it's it sounds like a university a, a, an electronic university marching band mm-hmm. like if you ever listen to any of the like the dutch um you know hard style uh it it's it sounds like fanfare yeah. Um, you know, it's like it's like horns and it's it's big. It's a yeah. riling up your football team and stuff yeah. like that. And so it ha- that kind of music has a university uh fallback. So it, that's it goes along with, you know, this professor, mm-hmm. scientist whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like that's his university. That's his mm-hmm. that's building him up.
3: Yeah.
1: Cool. Um But yeah, and th- now <laughs> Now Laureate is, I did a show in Tennessee where it was just a heavy, heavy ambient and it was devoid of any, it wasn't noise, it wasn't noisy at all, it was just heavy kind of bassy, um, synth work and then like organic stuff, kind of, uh, you know, uh, ice and mm-hmm. snow, um and then the, the album coming out is going to be a harsh noise. So it has kind of turned into something that it it, it was not. Yeah. Um and that's okay. It doesn't, you that's know. That's good. Yeah. All right. It it, it doesn't it, it didn't have to say. Uh it's it's going to be um Yeah. whatever. It it doesn't matter. I can I guess I can probably leak it. It'll, it'll be in the the hospital uh the new misanthropic uh the international misanthropists uh series. Yeah, you know, they, he just did the ASM, the Yellow Gas Flames, the Richard, and the, what was the, uh, Linecraft.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. so it's coming up?
1: It's, it, yeah, I don't know when, but it will be, uh, okay. yeah. And that's another cool. concept cool. album, which uh, I won't really leak it. I think it'll be better if people just hear it.
0: Great. That's cool. Yeah, that's a very that's a very cool project. I actually never heard the, the the two tapes, so I didn't know. I mean, I remember he, hearing that they were techno, and then the LP is so so wild. It's so wild. I mean, it's really it, it, you're right. I mean, there's nothing. It doesn't sound like anything. Right. So I'm excited to hear more. Except I'm, I guess, then it's not going to be the same.
1: The, I mean, that the new tape doesn't sound like that, but that doesn't mean that laureate will never sound like that again yeah because I I have t- I have another two tracks that are uh, maybe seven inch worthy mm-hmm. and they're very very much the uh, y- you know like techno like super but it's you know also power electronics at the same time so cool yeah
0: um so then tell me about deterge because deterge is the longer running project of yours and more prolific um and you talked about ptm and actually that's
1: that predates everything by yeah kind of my
0: thanatology monger i remember also i think before i met you seth van horn came back from milwaukee and he was like i played a show in milwaukee this guy Jim played Pyrrhic Thanatology
1: behind me. Was we super tough.
0: <laughs> he was. Tough. <laughs>
1: I, think, I it, the funny thing is, I I remember that, and I was wearing a. I, I didn't have a shirt on, but I had like a leather vest. Exactly. He told me you said he wore a leather vest.
0: It was really tough. <laughs> and,
1: and it. I, it just like happened to be, and I, I think I broke a bunch of stuff because with uh, PTM, I, I used to. It was just destruction. It, I would play yeah. for like two minutes yeah. and just you know break my gear and yell at people's faces and you know whatever yeah. it was just insanity so what it was tough and then I, th- I think i remember you telling me you, you were kind of let down because of the show in milwaukee the next it, w- it wasn't quite as tough he said um, that i said that I-, I think you did you told did. me that yeah you told me that because you were you were like yeah seth told me this and then you're like you're like i was expecting like something like this you're like it wasn't you know you didn't like hate it or anything you were like it was it was something else it wasn't like tough guy power electronics harsh noise or whatever I don't know. I don't, I don't, remember, I don't remember what it was. I just remember that you telling me that. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I don't remember that. I'm sorry if I was, if I was rude, but I I don't remember No, That's but... good. I, I, I <laughs> like that. I, I, if,
1: if, if everyone were to like everything I did all the time, then I'm doing something completely wrong. That's true. Um, um, but yeah, so, so the P, PTM, it was, PTM was all about just destruction and violence and mm-hmm. that's, uh, there, there wasn't an uh, an ongoing, like, thematic element to it. Um, you know, it was just kind of whatever, whatever I thought of at the time was the concept of the thing. Everything mm-hmm. had a concept, but, you know, it wasn't ongoing. Deterge absolutely has a concept. Um, and it is the darker side of intelligence. hmm Um, it's, uh... And deterge is, it's kind of a weird word. Um, It just means to thoroughly cleanse. And so the way I look at it is to thoroughly cleanse your mind. Um, You know, whether whether or not you do cleanse it or do not cleanse it is, that's what it is. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, the, the, the tagline, you will never understand my motives, is often used. What does that mean?
1: Um, I, I'm often, people will tell me certain things that they think of it, and to me, they're completely and utterly incorrect. Um, so I had someone, uh, so... We can uh, we can just say this. I I'm into like you know the sketchier side of stuff. Um, I I just I you know I, I gravitate toward it. Whatever like, who cares? But that isn't really necessarily what Deterge is about. Um, but someone at a show once, someone that we we all know. I I, I won't say his name. But he he was trying to tell me what the turge was and he was yelling at me and he was angry with me because he said that it was a, you know, uh, like a, na- it was a Nazi. It had to do with like Nazism. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting there listening to him and he's like, well, deterge, it means ethnic cleansing. And it's just like, well, it, it didn't, but I guess maybe now it should, huh? Because you, yeah. you say it. So, if that's what it is to you, then I guess that's what it is to you, and I can't change your mind. But that was never, it never crossed my mind. It's kind of yeah. interesting that that conclusion was brought to, yeah. Um, but it was never, never part of it. Never, not once did I ever think of that.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and the it's just kind of the way I, the way I do things. I don't think anyone ever is gonna understand nor should they care i i i'll i'll do something that has such a like a high concept to me that nobody else on earth is going to understand or care about but it means everything to me yeah so someone might listen to it and just be like okay you know that's what it is And it's just like you're you just you don't <laughs> you don't get it and that's fine I, I don't expect everyone to. I don't expect... you think some people do?
0: Do you think some people will? I mean, I mean, I think... Well, okay. That, for example, that extreme example, I think that's probably more an outlier that someone would, would make such
1: assumptions. Uh, probably. But, you know, that's just whatever. Um, do I think some people get it? Yes. Um, I wish... So... Anyone that wants to email me and ask me a question, I will absolutely, I will try my best to, I'll definitely talk to you about it. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever, if you have a question, like, oh, what does this mean? Like, what is this? I am absolutely more than happy to talk about it. Um, But rarely, I don't, no one ever comes up to me and says like, oh, like this is that. And they like, they got it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty it doesn't happen very often. Um, with the new one I just did. So the reason why religion comes into play so much is because I think religion and science don't necessarily mix. Uh, and that's a good thing. And that's, that's, that's part of it. You know, it's, it's just, they don't integrate very well. And, uh, someone had, you know, was talking to me and, uh, you know, asked, uh, so the, the, the newest tape was, um, uh, Jesus Christ! What the hell was it called? It started with a V. I, I'm, it I was tape, which you
0: released, uh, like a self. It was like that self released one. It was. A, it was
1: a self released one. It's. Uh, hold on a sec. <laughs> all, right. all right. Sorry. It's it's validity. Okay. And so. Uh, what it is is it, it's um, based on in 1962 the Catholic Church had the Second Vatican Council where they uh, they they kind of changed the rules and the Catholic Church changed a lot and a lot it's uh, through the election of a new pope and stuff like that and uh, there's a lot of people called the uh, the set of vacanists, and they do not accept the Pope that was chosen and therefore all the Popes in succession, um, are not real Popes. They're not the true Pope.
2: Uh And
1: so it's, uh, it's based on the the validity of the current Catholic church. Uh Um, and someone, you know, asked me, they're like, Oh, you know, are, are you a a set of vacant? I I grew up Catholic and, you you know, went went to a Catholic school and stuff, um, so that's a it is interesting to me. Religion's very interesting. Um, and I, I was like, you know I, I really wasn't, but after I kind of did this tape and did all the research like I, I, I want to be yeah you know I, maybe I'm not, but I think I, I think I want to be. I think I want to completely uh, not denounce uh, Catholicism because whatever, uh, but just denounce where it is at this current state and go back to, you know, uh, six, 62 or, you know, beyond, and it's like, that is where the Catholic Church died. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's, so I, I talked to uh, that person, you know, it's like, okay, someone, like, actually understood what yeah. I was getting at with it. And it's like, yeah. it makes me so happy when someone gets something. Um, there's another one that I did that it, it, it bums me out like the most this is the thing that has bummed me out the most and i think this is the reason why um that motto started coming in i did a tape uh, it was a double tape and i think it's i think it's fundamental acoustic Mm -hmm. and it came with these old i think there was 45 46 copies and they came with these old um like little Uh, little, like, I guess they're little textbooks. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Yep.
1: And they, each one of them was a different subject, so not all of them were, there was a couple doubles, but a lot of them were uh, different, and they were, like, math, um, there was, like, some agriculture stuff, so it's, like, you know, uh, like, farm science, basically. Um, uh, I I think it was was mostly that kind of stuff. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And they each came with a test. And my whole thing you know i i there's a, i think i think i put a note in there you know like if you send me the test back i will grade it and you get an extra the, a business card cdr and i i would just ship it to you like that that completes the the set Two. two people wow. sent me the tests and okay. it, that to me is uh it's it's devastating that's devastating cuz to me I would have sent that test back immediately. Yeah. That to me is so much better than anything like sound. Yeah. The sound yeah. is cool. I like the tape. But that is so meaningful and no one cared. No wow. one cared. Wow. So, and that's the thing. If someone still wants to, see, if they have it <laughs> and they're listening, send me the, send it to me. It, the, the unfortunate thing is the, uh, because no one did it, uh the track from the business card did end up on the chondritic three inch oh but that doesn't matter. You should still send me <laughs> still send me the uh the test back, and I will grade it and send you the b card.
0: What do you think that says about the way people consume noise in this day and age
1: that says everything because I think it goes along the lines of like having a big cartel. Big cartel absolutely will get you more sales. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would so much rather go back to my old ways of just send me an email. I used to know like the people who would send me an email. I knew their tastes. Now I still, I, I, you know, you go in there, I have definitely people who, uh, who are regular. They, you know, they they buy everything or mostly everything every single time, Um, you know, just loyal followers. But a lot of them also were the ones that would email me. Right. Um back when I when I used to, before I had the big cartel. And it's overconsumption. That that's what that says to me, is it's overconsumed. And I don't think people care about what they have as much. Myself included. I I, I definitely fall in. It. I have way too much. Way too much. But you, and I don't think you need to listen to something like even more than once to fully appreciate it. Because the way I see uh, something being amazing doesn't necessarily mean it has to have replay value. Because you can go see a show and it could be the best show you ever had, but you only you're only going to experience it once. Right? Sometimes you can just listen to a tape and it's like that was incredible. I don't really need to hear it again. Right? But it's perfect and it's never leaving my collection because of every you know just because what it is. Um, but yeah, it's things like that. I, it's just like I know whoever got it, if they even listened to it, there's no way they didn't look at the booklet at all. They they had to have. How can you not? And they purpose whether or not they just forgot or you know. But it's it's not. You're not consuming the product. If you don't, if you, if you didn't send it back to me, you did not fully listen to it. You, you, you might yeah. as well have just not listened to it at all because that's, that's the purpose of it. The, listening to it while studying and then doing the test. That was the purpose of it. And it, it's just, it's the, the, I'm, you know, I'm going to download it and listen to it in my car kind of mentality. That and that's that's I think that now we can circle back even to the the music and noise thing. Music is absolutely downloadable. You just throw it in your car. Noise is different. You just listen to it differently.
3: Yeah. You know
1: whether or not you listen to it like music, you kind of just listen to it differently.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. And so that that yeah that it's it's a problem of, and I'm not I I'm not even telling people don't release more because that's telling a painter not to paint who cares if if you have to thumb through and listen to all the stuff to get something good but you find that good thing it's worth it um you get a hundred new kids who who find noise and most of them are you know they they release tons of stuff whatever but you get that one or two good people that are going to stay it's all worth it It's all worth that, you know, ninety-eight leaving. Because that's what it will happen. They will just go away. It's it's something they found, it's interesting, and then they leave.
3: Right.
1: Um and it, it there is just there's because of the internet and because of how easy it is to consume um sound, thing amazing things get kind of pushed aside um yeah it's unfortunate
0: you say you know you're you're okay with you know the influx of this and that but what do you think would be some solutions or or ideas to remedy that in the current age because i mean i don't i don't i do think that's a modern yeah i i think
1: i think Bandcamp and soundcloud should just disappear It should absolutely disappear. It's, and I know it helps labels. People get money that, that that's the good part of it. And that's fine. I'm not saying take that away, but I think people care more. If you have to dub a tape, you, you care, you care about what you are doing. That's the thing. I, I think everyone should, before they go to other labels, they should absolutely release a few of their own things on their own. And guess what? You're going to sell 5 copies and it do- it doesn't matter. It's it's you, we all did it. You have to do that in order to appreciate it. And it's not it might not it, uh, that might be the thing is newcomers and stuff, I don't think they appreciate the craft of noise. It cuz it's just I'm gonna make it. Throw it on Bandcamp. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. I never listen to it again. I, I recorded it. It could sound like total shit, and it doesn't matter. Here it is, available to all for a dollar or, or free or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, the, the The way to combat that is to stop putting things on Bandcamp. Just stop. And it, it if it has like its physical media and it comes with a download code maybe only download code only. Like you can't stream it or anything just so you, maybe you can listen to it, um, you know, in your car, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that might be fine, but just the ability to stream and download at will uh, or and upload everything you could possibly upload. It, it cheapens it.
3: Yeah,
1: It, it definitely cheapens it. Um, Do you
0: think labels have a responsibility in, in, doing something there or do you think they're part of the problem
1: definitely part of the problem um, they're less of the problem uh, but they're still part of it because it exists and like I said I'm not I, I don't I don't I, I like that the labels and artists can you know make money from that from whatever they do if someone likes it um, and that, that's uh, some things can be on that and it's fine and it's consumed um properly and enjoyed um but i think it's rarer i think i I, that's the thing i think i it it is a label responsibility but you as a label you should if you're relying only on streaming and downloading maybe you should make more copies um you know and i understand you know 50 copies can it sounds like absolutely nothing in you know the music and stuff, industry world, because it is nothing, because guess what? We're all nothing. It doesn't matter. So 50 copies is cool. If you can sell 50 copies and those 50 people enjoy it, that's great. If you can do 100, great. If you can do 250, great. But it's... I don't know. It's, It's so... It's such a weird phenomenon that you and I are of the age where it almost always has existed for us. Uh, Not quite. I don't know. Did you ever write like letters to people? No, not letters. Emails. Not letters. Emails and stuff. Okay, so I very I barely wrote letters. But you hear about like other '90s guys. They all just wrote letters and stuff. Like you'll you'll get tapes. Uh, you know, old tapes or something that you buy secondhand, and they'll have like a letter in it or something yeah. like that's cool. Yeah. Um. But you know, if you, if, if the more you have to actually sit down and take the time, time might be the problem. Now, yeah. I think it's you. Know, you know, yeah, we don't have no one has time. Yeah. But that means you have to prioritize your time, and maybe only consume the really important things yeah
0: well i mean with your example of this tape that the people didn't really engage in do you feel like that's also i mean i kind of what i see is like oftentimes the the ritual of the buy and the announcement and the drop and you know that goes hand in hand with instagram Mm mm-hmm as being what it's all about for a lot of people, like that moment where that rare thing that, you know, is limited to like 50 and has some cool packaging comes up on Instagram. It feels sort of underground, but then you get a link to the big cartel and you can buy it. And then that's kind of the, the appreciation of the, the object and of the work kind of comes from that. And then, it's maybe not really about the actual yeah, I agree. engagement in the work. It's like, okay, I got this cool like double detergent tape with the cool packaging, and it's got some cool book in there. All right, cool. What's the next one?
1: Right, right. You're you're not wrong. You are not you know? wrong. I think I think that is part of it. Um. And th- and that that's the problem because as a label. Uh, let's look at it from a label standpoint, because uh, you know, if you self-release, that's uh, you know uh, your own thing, and you're, if you self-release, you're your own label, so you can fit into this. It is a label's job to get the product out. Um, they sh- should probably want to at least, you know, make their money back. Um, you know, unless it's completely passion, then whatever, that's not the point. But even still why are you doing it if you don't want people to have it? Um, And that's, you know, even if it's limited to 10, there might be a purpose for that. You know, it's, these are my materials. Um, This is how many I think I'm going to sell. This is, you know, it's special. This number is significant to the release, whatever. Whatever it may be. I don't think that's, that's an issue. But, like, when you just put it up as like a a link like that um you as a label you're wanting to sell that's the whole point the whole point is to sell it and to get it into the hands of people um if we went back to ads and zines only you're definitely not going to sell um anywhere close to what you would if you put it on Instagram or a MailChimp, even, you know, whatever. But I think the gratification of when, I think the people who see that and write to you and say, hey, like, I want to grab these tapes, I think they are going to really enjoy. Well, well, they're going to be more inclined to listen to it. They, They had to do work. The yeah. when you make the consumer do work, I think the product is better. Yep. When the consumer doesn't have to do work, it, it is it just becomes a sale. And like a labels, including myself, we continue to just do things 'cause it's like, okay, well I sold it. I don't you know, some people maybe don't care what other people do after they get it. Right. I, I kinda do. Right. Certain things you know, if someone wants me to just put their tape out and I put it out and If no one likes it, I'm, I'm sorry. I liked it. I put it out. Um, If you don't, that's not, but if there is something more to it, I care. Why, why, or, or anyone like there's been people who have done, you know, tapes through me that they, they, they give me a whole like concept and stuff like, that's great. Like, I hope people, you know, get that. And do they, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I want them to. That's the whole reason I'm putting it out. Oh. So, what is your label's philosophy? Okay. So, let's put it in the uh, the context of someone someone sending me a demo. I'd like to know. Well, first off, what does it sound like? You know, I I will hear that. Do you have what What is it? What are you sending me? Are you just sending me noise without any context whatsoever? Or did you think about it and say, this is, you know, this. It means this. I, this is my mindset while I'm doing it. Um, this is why uh, the, either the art is the way it is or the you know, if someone asks me to do the art, it's like, this is what I'm looking for. Um, that is important to me when I get a demo And so I have a system then where it's, if it is, if it sounds really, really good and the concept is just whatever, I will still probably put it out because it sounds amazing. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you give me something that's garbage and the concept is amazing, I will absolutely even more put it out because I like that more. If you give me something with... Mediocre sound and a lackluster concept, I don't care. Um, There has to be some thought into it. Um, So if your sound is mediocre and the concept is verging on great, I'm more inclined. Mm -hmm. If you have no concept and the sound is pretty decent, I'll have to think about it. So concept is kind of more important a little bit i see it's not a hundred percent necessary but it, it i think it weighs more It. it could be it could be anything it could just be like this is about and i've heard people um just through uh i think random your podcasts or gray and the conley's um you know or just in uh, forums or talking in whatever. It's just like, well, what's the point of a concept if it's just, it's just noise? It doesn't matter. Like, this concept doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't... Ha- who cares? Who, it, it's, it's just your thoughts. Yeah. That, that's, ma- that's the concept, is your thoughts. Right. If the sound can reflect it um, exactly like, oh, hey, like, uh, I did the, the tape that's on the saw and the reciprocating motion. All the yeah. sound sources are saws. Yeah. You know, it's like sound source, and it came on a saw. So that's the concept. Yeah. It's it's it, it is it's obvious what it is. Yeah. Um, someone could do a concept of um, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I want this to be got about Godzilla, and it doesn't sound anything like Godzilla, and it's whatever. But you were watching Godzilla movies when you made it, or something like that. And it's yeah. like, so no matter what, it is about Godzilla. Doesn't yeah. matter what it sounds like. Yeah. So who cares? But yeah. that thought process at least has to be there. It's not like I'm gonna go into my studio and I'm gonna do this and it's like, okay, here's my noise. It's like, yeah, but why? Who care who cares? Were you mad? Were you were you sad? Were you you know, some yeah. kind of emotion yeah. should be there. Or the purposeful lack of that is still a concept. Right. So I don't know, just put, put thought into your noise. Yeah. It doesn't okay. matter what it is. It doesn't matter. Just put thought into it.
0: So that's that's your label. That's that's how you, that's how you curate your label.
1: Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. That's why you hear thing. I I've definitely put out things that it's just like I don't really care to listen to. this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's like you know what that was cool. You know I I yeah. the way you engaged the way you approached me I I liked it. So it didn't yeah. matter what it sounded like at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Can you give advice? I mean, okay, you kind of just gave the advice of your label philosophy, but can you give advice for a newer noise artist who doesn't really know people? What's What's the first steps they should be going through to get their stuff released by a label that they like and to get
1: involved and to get it circulated? Um... First and foremost, start supporting labels. If you if you're sending me something and you've literally never bought, it's like, hey, I. Uh, I guess there are there are distros, so sometimes people uh, might get something and I've never heard of them before. I guess I, I don't really think of that, but you know, I'll get like, demos from people like, hey, I love your label. and It's just like, how? I've never seen your name. I've never sent anything to your house, and they they could they they could have very well got it from a distro or something like that. So I guess I shouldn't dismiss it immediately like that. Um, but you should definitely support the labels. Uh, you can email and start talking to anyone. I'm sure if someone emails you out of the blue and they're just like, Hey, you're probably going to at least respond to them if you have time. And Hey, maybe you'll get to know the person, you know, how, how do you, how does anybody talk to anybody? Well, you talk to them.
3: Right.
1: So talk to people. um, hey some labels you like just talk to them first don't even send them a demo just be like hey i i am working on some new material i uh i'm wondering like uh you know like what kind of, uh, what kind of gear are you are you using or you know something like that like um you know if you're not like gatekeeping gear or whatever or like how you know how do you get something to sound like this and you know you kind of engage it as I'm not soliciting you a demo at this moment, yeah. I'm engaging in a conversation and, hey, you know, I'm looking for something that sounds like this. Do you know any artists that sound like X? Maybe I can be like, oh yeah, you know, check out this, you know, check out Oscars, you know, check out White Centipede. Yeah. Um, he might have what you're looking for, you know, exactly in, you know, this tape or this CD. Yeah. Um, just, you, you have to... You have to engage. You have to. And that's along along with the consumption. It's like, I don't think people engage anymore. They just, they get it. And yeah. that's all they, that's all they know. They, may, and maybe they're afraid and that's fine. It's, it is intimidating to just randomly talk to someone you don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the best way. And it's really the only way to, it's a better way. If someone just starts talking to me, I will talk to them. And a lot of times... You know, we just end up. It's like, oh yeah, just sure, give me something. It'll sound, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's that's it's it, it. sounds hard, but it's that simple. It just is.
0: okay to anyone. That's, that's great.
3: Yeah, no, it's right.
1: You can talk to people on a forum. You know, like it. You don't even have to directly message them, but you can quote them on something, and then chances are they're going to respond to you, and maybe yeah. you can get in a back and forth. And then maybe you can send them a you know, a direct message maybe then an email talk nice. to someone on Discog. Someone has something, send them a message, talk to them. Yeah. A- any way you can talk to someone. If, yeah. if you want to pursue this in one way or another, talk to people first before you solicit your material.
0: That's absolutely true. Do you think there are, do you think there are reasons to do it on, on places outside of Instagram? Or do you think Instagram is just as, as as fine as the other ones? Or do you have any opinion on different for, on different platforms? Uh, no, or I, Instagram,
1: Instagram is fine for that. I mean, it's it's all the same. You're still talking to someone. It, it's just, you know, it's a form of communication. I guess, I, to me, actually, that's what social media should be. It should just yeah. be to talk to people. Yeah. Um, that's using it for its actual purpose. So, yeah. yeah. Facebook, uh, you know, whatever. Whatever you think about those things, who cares? Put that aside. Right. If it's a form of communication that you can get a uh, a friend or companion with, uh, or, or like minded, but maybe this person's amazing, and if people are just not caring about them or they're too afraid, how are we ever going to know?
0: Right. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I do agree about Instagram, but I will. I, I would like to put put level that one up, and I do will say uh, uh, an email is like makes a huge difference.
1: An email is way better, it but makes there's a huge difference because
0: yeah. I get. I get Instagram DMS every day and yeah, most too. of them, first of all, go into that folder where like, yeah, you know, like if you're not following already. Whatever. And then it's like, okay, I see that. After, and, and, it, or, you know, people doing the flames or the likes or the whatever. And it's like, okay, I do like when someone actually engages me in a, in a dialogue on any of those platforms that's the thing Is like a dialogue hey like some comment or like some question or something like that that makes a big big difference but like if someone actually sends me an email it's the thing is it's I'm slower to respond because I mean like I might have my phone in my hand all day and be just fucking scrolling through it all day and just checking that and then Instagram is like the quickest way to to shoot off a message if I want to respond or whatever but I'll definitely respond eventually with much more thought if someone writes me an email so those yeah, are all I, great points. I, I, I absolutely
1: point. uh, am the same, the same way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you're right. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add on to that. Yeah, get involved. Contact people. Talk to them. And talk to them about stuff without soliciting your stuff. But, you know, not saying, oh, you know, like, don't don't plan out, like, hey, um, I'm going to – Right, work, right, right. I'm going to seduce <laughs> Don't make it a ruse. People. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to court this person first and then, hey, you got this demo. But, like, just – so much. So hey, much cover.
1: if that's how you do it, and you do it well, I guess more power to you. Yeah, sure, but, more power to you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah but I mean, I, I, definitely. But like,
0: I mean, uh, uh, the mo- ton of stuff I've released has just come from someone that I hit off with. Well, uh, yep. you know, being a, like a label, interview like, a customer. I mean, like, you don't want to say you buy yourself in to label, but like, no, oh, so I'm no, no. Hit, that, yeah, I'm not say saying that, that either. Like but that, my aunt, that always you know, for, helps. It it helps, and I also don't say, oh, he just kiss kiss my ass and say, oh, your label is so amazing, Wince oh, is so amazing, whatever. But like, if someone has some actual thoughts or feedback or whatever on something that I know that I've been involved with, and I can see this person, it's, well, okay, it's about it's about sincerity. Yes, when I when I see that someone's sincere about loving this stuff and being into it and about their own work and maybe something that I've done. I'm right away, like, hey. So, what's what do you do? You know, like, what's? I mean, not not right away, but I mean, I'm I'm. That's how it works. And I'm, well, a lot of times you can,
1: a lot of times you can tell, and that that's I think that's where, that's why I ask for like a concept because it's like how sincere are you? If you have right. a concept, you're probably a little bit more sincere than hey, here's my demo. Right. You know, it doesn't mean anything. Here's my demo. He, right. If someone cold you know emails me, hey, I got this. This is what I was, you know, doing with it. It's it's all about this and that's like, alright, like you that's engaging. Let's let's talk about that. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, yes, you sent me a demo, but you also like you put thought into why you were sending me the demo, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I and I and I and I guess I just want to take this moment to just tell people um bluntly, stop sending Blonde, stop sending cold um, Bandcamp links or or something yeah. to your stuff. Yeah, just stop it. It's just it it it's it's fine if you have the time to do it. I mean, if you want to do it, go ahead. But it puts you in a class of artists that people don't want to work with. There's a I think there's a I think yeah. there's a t- there, I, I was thinking about this. There's like a, there's like a tier system. Unfortunately, there's some sort of hierarchy. There's some sort of classism. Within the noise scene, there's some sort of separation, and there's artists that do that all the time, and there's artists that don't, and <laughs> the artists that do it all the time don't get no one. Honestly, no one cares about them because they.
1: They're right. I mean, they, they, really. They I mean, if you want people to take you
0: seriously, stop doing that. Yeah. So I checked. I checked my DMs or whatever earlier today, and I had some unknown person. Hey, I'm. Doing experimental noise and here's my links and I'm just
1: like, stop.
0: If that's you, don't do it. Stop doing it.
1: Right. And the other thing is, it's like if it's on Bandcamp, isn't it released? Why are you sending me? Why? What is that? How is that a demo? You. You. It's done.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, I think part of that is yeah. Part of that is sometimes like, not like do you want to release this, but it's just like hey, listen to my stuff.
1: It's okay. Yeah, I get there is that. Yeah, like I guess that is a demo. Then that's a demo of (laughs) here's a demonstration of my what I can do. Yeah. And the thing is, is when you approach it that way, yeah, it kind of makes you not want to even listen to it. And the 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 other unfortunate thing is, what if it actually is amazing, but you're approaching me that way?
3: Yeah.
1: And I'm not listening to it, and now I just missed out because you approached it in such such a terrible way. Terrible.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's, talk. Talk to someone. Talk to why? Why are you contacting me instead of Oscar or right. Ray, a chondritic, yeah. or yeah. Uh, you know, whatever? Anyone? Right. Well, Broomer. the thing
0: is, usually those kind of usually those kinds of messages tell me that you are also contacting them. Right. Right. Like those kind of messages tell me you're not. Con- contacting just me you're contacting you're
1: contacting labels not everyone my label yeah yeah exactly so yeah good point good point that i think that's true
0: um okay so back to back to fusty back to fusty um so you have a very specific label aesthetic and packaging you know you you do Crazy packaging,
1: and not always, but yeah, not,
0: not always, not always. But you're known for crazy packaging, and you've, I mean, you've talked about it already quite a bit. Why that's important too but, but can you tell about your label aesthetic and what what you try to achieve there, and what your attitude is towards like putting together the graphic design or putting together the the packaging? What's the important thing? What's the not the important thing?
1: Um, so let's just say I'm doing a normal, a uh, collage, my, my style of collage. Um, someone, yeah, I'm doing a tape for someone. Uh, it's, it's easier for myself. It's, e- it's easy. It's just what it is, what it is. Um, it's a little bit harder for someone else. So I'll use that as a better example. Um, uh, you know, I'm doing, doing a tape for someone. Uh, they have requested I do the art. So I, I, I like to do the art unless the person has a very, very specific thing that they want. Then absolutely I'll, I'll use their art. You know, whatever. It, that, that, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Um, but I, I prefer to do the art. And a lot of people will be like, oh, I want you to do the art. Like there's a reason they're yeah. asking me is because they want me to do the art for it. Um, if, if I'm not doing anything elaborate, I will go through all my sources while like listening to what they're, you know, what they gave me and whatever jumps out at me as I'm listening, that is at least a, a, you know, I'll rip it out and you know, or cut it out or whatever. And it, it gets put in like a pile of like, okay, these are possible sources for this. Um, then I will, you know, I'll call through it and I'll put it together in a you know whatever way that I think that it should be for that release. Um, and it's all analog, I guess, I and mean, not and it's not the correct word, but you know what I mean. It's it's yeah. all uh, real, yeah, yeah, it's physical. Um, and the only thing I really use a computer for is I will. um I'll Photoshop in like the text Mm. or, uh, you know, it's certain things like that. Uh, just basically to format it so that it, you know, it, it, it looks like a nice J card or whatever it's going to be. Um, but that's the only thing I really will use a computer for. I don't, I don't get images, uh, from Google or anything like that. Um, unless I've done it and it's because someone wanted something so specific that it's like I I there's no magazine that really is gonna have this or if I like I don't I can't there's no way I'm gonna find that in the wild like if you sent me the magazine like sure yeah um but it's, it's incredibly rare that I would ever use a Google image yeah um as far as like something more elaborate uh, I like to go to. Like a, I, w- I would go to like estate sales and stuff like that. And it's like, I like to, if there's something that kind of catches your eye and there's a, a decent amount of it, it's, yeah. I'm getting all of it. Like, hey, you got, <laughs> I think there's an old PTM uh, that came in a rabbit trap. Yeah. And were, there's, o- there's, unfortunately, there's only seven of them. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just like, well, I found seven cool rabbit traps. Like, I have to put a tape in this. Like, how yeah. could I not? Yeah. um you know so you kind of use what you uh what you have um sometimes it's you know, it, it is normal things that you can just have a lot of like uh the the l skin graft um yeah. with the little like it's got the nails
3: yeah
1: they're nails you can get nails anywhere so that was you know that to and I like the idea of a not special package that- that's just the package it's you know there it's not like there's 10 wrapped in nail no there's a hundred
3: yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah yeah that's
1: that's the release it's yeah. it's a hundred in a thing in and actually my wife is the one that soldered all those wow uh yeah because she i don't know, she likes to solder so <laughs> and i yeah I, I can't really solder for you know i i'm not good at it she is Towers. so I, I have recruited her to do some things she's done some art uh she's sewn things uh, cause I can't, sew, uh, but yeah, so a lot, a lot of, and it's, it is, it's just like, okay, this is cool, I guess. See so it, it might not necessarily make sense. It's just yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I will save certain things for certain, like if, I, I, just because I have something like I've had, had things for like 10 years that I haven't used yet. And it's just like, it's gotta be the right thing to use this. Yeah. Um, do you have a crazy storage full of stuff that you're putting to use? I, I wish it was a storage. It is. Just, it's just a mess. Like, I I feel bad for my wife. My it's my your house. house. Yeah, it's it's got so much garbage of mine. She has like ten percent <laughs> of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So I'm a I'm a jerk. <laughs> what
0: about What about like the? the 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 kind of like the typeface aesthetic because I mean don't take this the wrong way but I mean some of the stuff is like okay pix- like like the logo like oftentimes pixelated like some weird like like font it kind of seems like you're just like like, like do you have kind of just like a like a fuck it kind of attitude towards like some of the the layouts or or, or the way
1: um yes. Kind of, somewhat, not always, but sometimes it's, uh, you know, I might find a, uh, I might find a font that it's like, I you know, I'll go through fonts or something, you know, there's millions of free fonts and just like, okay, that one looks kind of cool. Maybe that'll work for that one.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I actually kind of just like to use normal fonts, I yeah. guess. It's, it is just whatever it's, well, you know, I shouldn't say that it's not whatever, but yeah. I... I somewhat treat the, the the text as a little bit. The text is probably the, the most whatever part of the package. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's uh, some, sometimes I just suck at that. Because uh, I also don't really know how to use Photoshop. I can use it, but I'm not a graphic designer at all. Yeah. Um, I'd almost well, rather yeah. just write on a piece of scrap paper and then it on there yeah but sometimes you're, you're like i don't know
0: i see some sort of similarities sometimes between it and like i see uh self-abuse is kind of like the same way too sometimes like some of those older self-abuse it's such a essential cult label and sometimes you look at like the layouts or like the the fonts that he uses something <laughs> it's like it's like times new roman or something like that's like it just looks like super like random like he just used like some random font at the end of the day and like, it doesn't look cool. You know, like some people, I don't, like I'm also not a, a graphic design guy. So I use like one font. And it kind of works for me. But it's like, you see some guys, some, some stuff that have this really slick layout and someone's like really knew how to do this. And these other layouts where it's just like, fuck it, let's get it done. And it's like, I like that. You know, it's like, I, I and so I, I kind of see that on, on fussy sometimes. Like you have these like elaborate packaging and then like this sort of like, like kind of like, fuck it. Like, layouts with the fonts and stuff like that and i it's it's,
1: it's it, it is it's almost fuck it because i still it's not, it's not like it. i just and go you, boom it. and put it up there it's like all right well i i try to put yeah. and so if things are like off center there's a reason It it isn't like yeah. just i'm not like you know yeah, 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 blind. Yeah, yeah. but yeah and the, the pixelation is probably because maybe yes i am blind and i just can't see it or or it looks good on the screen and when you print it out you know, you print out like a bunch of them, and you're just like, "Well, I guess that's." I... <laughs> if it looks <laughs> awful, I would probably reprint it. Yeah. But if it's like, "All right, well, I guess you know this is what it looks like."
0: What are some labels that are that have been influences on you? The hospital,
1: obviously. Um yeah. You got a hospital oh, tattoo, right? I do. Here. No, the wrong leg. <laughs> nice yeah. um yeah uh it's no surprise that uh, i am a big hospital fan um but i self abuse self abuse is is um uh you know as far as just curation self abuse is amazing yeah they're like second to none with just hit after hit after hit yeah. And it doesn't you know it's just a normal JK it doesn't have to be insane it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um as far as uh you know like uh, other things uh sound probe sound probe is very important and it's underrated in only the fact because it, it the stuff's hard to find so people don't really know about it. Mm-hmm. Um incredible though. Dan, what he did with the label, uh, it's semi short lived. It's not short lived as far as time, but uh, just as far as like output, there's not too much. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. The packaging, everything is thoughtful. It's with care. Um, yeah. Gross. Gross is perfect. Gross is yeah. probably the most beautiful label of all time. Yeah. Uh, in any in in all of the music world and anything it's beautiful yeah um msbr you know things like that a lot of the things that kind of package weird you know that's that's influence yeah Uh, there's a a theme there obviously how much Um, of your
0: free time goes into into working on the
1: label it just kind of happens It's like when I when I just do things, I I just do it. Um, You know, some things take me days, some things take me a couple hours. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just when I feel like it. Yeah. It's not. I don't like set aside. Like, okay, I got to do this. It's uh, all right. Well, you know, I'm sitting down. You know, doing whatever. Maybe I'll work on something. Yeah. Um,
0: Um. What would you? What should people know if they're thinking about starting a label of their own?
1: If you're just starting, be prepared to lose money. Be prepared to not sell very much. Be very prepared to trade. If someone offers you a trade, you 100% take that trade. Um, Don't go... Asking and label like, Hey, I got this. You want to trade? I mean, you can do that. Uh, and sometimes people are more than willing to trade, but it's kind of, I, I trade, I definitely still like trading, but it, first of all, it's very hard to trade overseas now because yeah. it's unbelievable shipping prices. Yeah. Uh, uh, just unbelievable.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but in the States, it's like, I, I, I have so much stuff now that it's like, Give me a reason to trade with you and I'll, 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 I'll trade with you probably I'll, at a show. I will yeah. more than definitely trade with you.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, that, that's easier cause it's just, you hand it off. Yeah. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Shipping something. It's a, it's not that it shipping costs much, but it's like, do I, do I need what you're going to give me? Right. Ma- maybe I do. So, right. you know, in, entice me. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely trade, um, treat if if you're doing other people's things, treat it like you would treat your own. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to treat yours like shit, I guess that's, that's your thing. But, uh, if you're going to treat yours really well and then treat some, something else in your label wrong, why, why would you do that? Um, I can't really think of like Examples or anyone that would do that—it's just a thing that you shouldn't do. Right. Um. Oh yeah, my my wife—the the most important thing: ship things out on time. It's don't don't make people wait. Like, I understand there is a need for some pre-orders. Um, and when you you know say something is a pre-order, that's fine because at least you're upfront about it being a pre-order. There, if you can't get to the post office within a week of selling something, you have absolutely no business running a label because what are you doing? Like it's, it really isn't that hard to, uh, go to not, not even go to the post office, but you can put things in a mailbox and put the flag up. Yeah, You know, it's not hard. Just ship it on time. Like, what's your problem? Yeah. I I try to ship things out day of. You order from me, if I can get it out that day, I'm going to if I get a bunch of orders that's what I'm doing all night. I'm yeah. packing orders and they're going out the next day.
3: Yeah.
1: No, no matter what. Um, and I know Krumer does that. Uh, he's very good at that. Yeah. Um, but if you can't do it within a week think about what you're doing if you can't do it in two weeks, what the hell are you doing? And if it takes you a month, absolutely don't ever have a label ever, ever pre-order is fine. I don't like pre-order, but, but yeah, like if, if, if you have it in hand, it should be shipping. Otherwise, why are you releasing it? There's why it's, it's irritating.
3: Yeah, it's true
0: um so any, those are good any any other any other musts that that, that someone should know about starting a label in 2022
1: um
0: i'd like to have you back i'd like to have you back as a guest on uh, a segment uh, a series the label spill series about like oh yeah absolutely. label stuff we can we can yeah, do it have got a lot you've got a lot of good wisdom
1: hold on my, my wife's saying what what were you saying <laughs> yeah, good. Be prepared for your equipment to always fail, cause it will. Um, you might not necessarily have to know how to fix it, but you should. Uh, if 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 buying uh, uh another one is uh, out of the question, at least learn how to fix it or yeah. know someone who knows how to fix whatever it is. Um, yeah. if you let's say you dub a bunch of tapes and they all sound like shit. Um, be prepared to, like, when, when someone says, hey, like, you know, I got a bad dub, either redub it for them, yeah. um, which is no problem, or oftentimes, uh, because sometimes I use, like, you know, weird um, tape lengths, like it's a C23 or something like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't have C23s anymore. It's like, you can send it back and I'll 100% dub it for you. Yeah. Um, or... I'll give you the WAV files. It's fine. If yeah. you most people are fine with that, um, right. and they can dub it themselves or just listen to the WAV, whatever they want to do. Yeah. But yeah, yeah th- things are gonna break. Your dubs are gonna suck every once in a while. Yeah. No matter how good at dubbing tapes you are, uh, yeah, things will get by.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you. just I don't know. Use. Just do it right. Yeah do and, and you know you're going to fail. When you start you're going to fail and it's fine. Um, yeah. but at least learn at least learn from your failures. At least learn. For from sure.
3: Them. Yeah, exactly. I think
0: yeah and also like you said like having I think having some damage, just damage control money and time prepared. Like and that you're going to lose money in the beginning.
1: Yeah, you will. You definitely will. And that's yeah. fine. We yeah, all did. Yeah. Yeah. We all did. Every single one of us, not one of no one running a noise label right now was a success immediately. No one, unless they themselves were a success and they decided to start a label and it was, you know, good off the bat, but that doesn't count. Right. That's not them starting. That's them existing already. So, yeah, exactly. That's true.
0: Um, that reminds me, I actually have a question. A, I, 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 I opened up a question for people on the the White Sempy Noise Maniac Circle Discord server, and someone had a question for you. They asked, "I was curious if Jim saw an upscale in sales and general awareness of the label after artists he's worked with like Pharmacon and Purient became more prominent on a larger musical landscape."
1: What What was the first part of it?
0: I wondering if you noticed an uptick in awareness of the label or sales after PharmaCon or artists like PharmaCon and Purient became more well-known on, because you worked with both of them in earlier days, but after they became more well-known on a larger scale, if you saw
1: Um, more
0: awareness or interest in Fusty through that potentially. uh,
1: Probably. I I think it definitely helps if you uh if you've worked with someone cuz you know they they're, they're going to look at it. <clears throat> and like I uh I went on tour with Pharmacon. So and funny thing is she's huge now. Um we played the in Tennessee to one person. One. Yeah. Yeah. And like that that's outrageous. Yeah. Um because you know we were both nothing at that point. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it really is hard to say, um, the unfortunate answer is I, I saw more of an uptick when I made a big cartel. Sure. Oh, so whether or not, and it, maybe that was, people had heard about it because of, you know, they bought the, the uh, the print Rita or something like that. Yeah. Um. And the fact that there's you know two hundred or three hundred of those you know that that definitely helps, and right. yeah what there I think there's three hundred of the deterged pharmacon that uh Sam and I did mm-hmm. well, yeah, probably yeah, not Do nothing you... like crazy where I was like, oh, that's absolutely why, but I guarantee I got some customers because of that,
0: sure, sure, sure. Do you think a label should seek out artists or individuals to work with because of their no potential fame or 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 no. popularity
1: nope absolutely not do do i think as a label you should only do whatever you want don't look at it who who the person is. if the person happens to be and you really really like their stuff and whatever sure that's i guess that's a bonus but seeking something out to basically profit off them i think that's so disingenuous it's terrible
0: do you think that happens in the noise scene
1: definitely absolutely um i won't even name examples but it definitely does you know it does i think everyone does yeah uh. okay <laughs> it's 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 not it might not be as malicious as like ooh i'm going to you know i'm going to make money uh or, you know, gain some fame because I, I put out this. Um, but maybe it's like, oh, I heard of this. I heard they're pretty big. Let me ask them to do a tape, you know, or right. whatever. It's like, you yeah. learn their back catalog and enjoy them and then put it out. Right. That's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. That's... I think that's another thing is like people starting new labels should also be very... I think you should really pride yourself on releasing something that is unknown i think that's that's oh uh, uh, yeah that's I the real love, that's
1: the real move i love putting out things that no one else has ever heard of yeah exactly you know like hey this is this person's first tape yeah who cares yeah you know and it's cool it's, maybe and it's maybe cool. You get him recognized um or you know maybe i don't know whatever it's just cool it's good yeah exactly. there, there there is there is so much out there that you can put out something unknown that is still good. Not everything unknown is, you know, bad. Of course. Uh, Absolutely. Someone, like I said, someone's got to start somewhere.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you mentioned the name fusty cunt. You don't like it anymore. Um, and someone actually wrote me one time, When I was starting my Shopify, when I switched over to Shopify from Big Cartel and was like, hey, be careful with, you know, using certain words on the thing because they have like bots that, Mm -hmm. or or, or moderators, I don't know, but they'll, you know, they can be like triggered by certain words. Um, I also had a friend get his PayPal Blocked. From selling through Big Cartel, uh Genocide Oregon and Mauthausen Orchestra.
1: What an awful company PayPal is. Yeah.
0: So PayPal actually blocked him or they froze his account for a while. Um
1: I think I, I think I saw some about that. Yeah. Some, yeah.
0: So um and and I'm I've noticed it more and more now that I'm using social media more, um, mm. is that, you know, I've noticed that for example a lot of people will use like sense you know they'll censor the words or whatever and i you know it's not because of hey i don't want to say these words it's because you will get i
1: don't know flagged or whatever right?
0: flagged shadow banned or just kind of buried algorithmically if that kind of stuff is picked up on have you had any sort of issues with that or anything like that or any sort of like just censorship or, or kind of um platforming or people coming after you about stuff
1: surprisingly no never uh and i don't i don't like censor anything so uh, you know hey whatever if it if it happened if i've been shadow banned i guess i i just don't know um and i guess i don't care yeah uh but no one's no one's ever really Come up to me, and I, I've seen people like offended by things I've put out, but they definitely, definitely would never confront me on it. You know, yeah. they'll they'll just post about it, and you know, whatever. Uh, but I, I haven't seen any anything that necessarily affects the business yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know. I I try not to. I don't. I don't like put things out for the sake of uh, you know being like offensive or something like that. So a lot of times it's actually just not.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. And I think because maybe I just call it fusty, uh, and that's not even a self censorship or like an awareness of like oh I'm I better not you know put cunt on there. It's just I I'm I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm yeah. too I'm too lazy. I'll just write the word fusty and it's fine. Yeah um but so maybe i uh accidentally you know stopped that from happening to myself without yeah. my knowledge okay. like without without intention yeah 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 but yeah i i have seen that um i get it uh you know especially if you're running a label it's your business why you know you, well, it's better to just censor a word and you know whatever than you know you get deplatformed, uh so you can't get any money uh, yeah
0: i've just started i think the last upload i did of your stuff i think the old ones i still haven't uncovered last last when i did like cnt or something like that because i'm just like i don't know
1: yeah it's, if you do it just put just put fusty. I don't. I don't want it to mess with you either. So yeah. No but no and- no, it's fine. I mean, I,
0: I mean, it's just more than I think of that. It's kind of a shame,
1: but it's like, it is a shame, but it's reality, and there's nothing you yeah. can do about it. So yeah. Um, uh, one thing I th- I think is weird is like censoring thing. I, I I've seen it before. Like there's a word, you know, a certain word or something like that, and it has like asterisks in like on the actual like artwork, uh, and not not just like. They posted a picture of it and censored it or something like that. It's just like, why are you putting it out if you're going to censor? Why are you right. going to censor your own label? Like, then just don't do not do it. Or, uh, like, I, I have a problem with this word. I don't want to, you know, change it or we can't do it. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. C- Censoring anything is very strange to me. And the fact that we have to do it for certain things like that because things that are way, way, way out of our control... Oh man, it's it's like devastating.
0: Yeah. Have you had any issues like that in like the physical world in terms of like gigs or 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 physical confrontations or things with people like that?
1: No. But I rem I'll never forget it. I think it was the might have been the first time I met Hansel. Um uh, Chris Ooh. from uh, Wisconsin. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, it was it was it was funny he uh, he played a show in Chicago and I I, th- I think I, I, I would assume I played but it's right when the support tape came out the first support tape and it had a picture of the cop I can't remember his name Darren Wilson and he's like the only person he didn't say anything bad he but he he, looked, he goes he's just like it's like I hate this he's like I just want to break all these tapes I was like, good, that's the point. Yeah. Like you know, but that's the only time and he didn't say it like he was offended by yeah. it. It was just kinda like I, I want to break these. And yeah. it's like, well, then it elicited the proper reaction. That's exactly yeah. um that's exactly <laughs> the the purpose of it. Yeah. Um But yeah, no no one's ever like been upset at a show or anything. No one's ever confronted me about anything really uh not that i can remember it must have been if, if it happened it was that insignificant that i can't remember yeah.
0: yeah yeah um what are some things in the scene of 2022 that really excite or satisfy you what noise noise in this in this current era uh
1: Well, on a personal level, the Pittsburgh scene is actually really good, mm. um, and this time I really didn't have too much to do it. Like, like Chicago, I helped build uh, this. You know, it's Henry. Give props to Henry. Um, yeah. But we like right now, if, if people who are buying tapes, they are buying tapes from Mailer Theory. They're buying s- Slackings, and new, and the new the yeah. new guy. <laughs> He's great, and he's amazing so really live. We got really Black Label Jesus here. Uh, we got John from Detachment. Uh, Dana, who run uh, Dana and Tyler, they run um, Collision, which it's that's kind of the place we mostly play. It's got excellent PA. Uh, they do a lot of punk shows and techno shows there, but they're Dana and Tyler are very noise friendly, so you know most shows are there. Uh, Dana's project. Um, oh god sorry dana um oh my god it's it's escaping me but uh, i did i did a tape for him and i we did a collab um yeah he's he's amazing uh just really really good like modular harsh modular Mm -hmm. synth Mm -hmm. or sometimes he plays like you know beautiful ambient you know Mm -hmm. he, he can but it doesn't. It doesn't sound like modular stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that's a generalization. Mac's gonna get mad at me for generalizing <laughs> modulars. Um, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah. is um, yeah. uh, kinda back. Yeah. You know, it, it's it. And uh, what else is really good here? Whatever it's Pittsburgh scenes. Yeah. It's, it's cool. pretty good. Um, cool, as far cool. as like the scene as a whole
0: or noise music i mean scene
1: yeah yeah um i think i think people I think people are starting to do a little bit more of uh elaborate packaging which that can't die like i said earlier way earlier uh if that dies noise dies um so like just just you know people that aren't like you look at what uh hospitals doing and it's absolutely insane. Uh like the most insane packaging in all of noise absolutely right now if not ever. Yeah. Uh but yeah, just normal people kind of, you know. And it's 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 even just like hey, this is like in a like piece of like glass shard or something. It's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's something different. Yeah. Uh and I think people are more uh doing that you know like the younger kids it's like they haven't they haven't it's not gone to them yeah you know? they're not, not they're not over it. that right they're not over it they they and you know those are the ones who uh, will still release physical media and so they're they're not like yeah. band camp. it's like hey i want right. this to be this is insane yeah um sure, I, I wish jerk. Sure. this is something you'll
0: appreciate Oh, when is that? T- sent to me in a in a broken box from Virginia. Um it's the dude's name. I always want to call it Nyctobliss, but it's not Nyctobliss. That's the metal band. It's a uh, dude uh Orion Lopez, I think,
1: from I that can't open familiar. it here. What's it uh, yeah, that yeah, things like that. Look at look at how like stupid that is. It's great. <laughs> It's it's it's
0: it took like so long to get through customs. It took so much back and forth, and I was like, I, I didn't know what it was. And then it was like, got it. It's like this stick sticking out of the box.
1: I was like, God damn it! Perfect. No, it's difficult. It should be difficult. Inaccessibility. Um, I I'd like to say that uh, CDs are coming back, but I don't think they are. I think that was a myth. Uh, unless I, I don't know cuz I just did those 3 CDs and man they sold like garbage. Mm. Uh so may, maybe it's just what it was, but I mean they are things that I feel like definitely should have sold. They sold well uh, for me. I'm,
0: yeah,
1: well, that's I'm good. Maybe maybe, of <laughs> maybe, them. It, maybe it's just me. But the the uh the proof of the shooting box set sold very it was, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone for me. I don't know if Dan and uh Pat still have some. Yeah. I assume they probably have some, but uh, I don't know. I think I think the thing with uh, CDs is people think that they're going to be around longer, which they will. So they kind of hold off, and then maybe they forget about it. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: there's that. I mean, yeah. I think that that ties into. I try to avoid it. I try to mm. resist it. But there's that. There's that phenomenon, like we talked about earlier, like the 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 release day. Yeah. Flush, and I think some CDs maybe aren't. I don't know. People, they get they, they they get swept along in the stream, and because they're larger editions, usually yeah, people usually think of that way. And we saw those couple years where there were tons and tons of CDs. Yeah, and they're still they're it, still coming out. But I mean, like since 2020, I think there were so many CDs.
1: I think there's some labels that can just do it better, maybe, and maybe maybe it's you know I'm not known for CDs, so yeah, you know I, I can sell tapes all day long. You know they 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 probably sell out. Uh, that's CDs. probably,
0: the. that's probably it. I think, I think just the, the you know, cause Fusty's really known. I think, you know, you're really known for your tapes and the special, not everything is really crazy packaging, but everything has a certain special hand. It's a very handmade yeah, object. Yeah. I mean, you get, you, you get something from you. It's like, even if it's crazy and weird and you're like, what is this? It's still like, this is something you made, and CDs do have that
1: manufacturer
0: kind of manufactured, mass-produced thing. And I think maybe for the people who really follow your label, that maybe wasn't as directly
1: right. didn't have that fussy
0: touch. I don't know.
1: I, and the, even even though these didn't like sell all that well, I'm, I don't regret doing them. I, I think they're good. I, I I like them. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. Uh, and you know, whatever, they're around. I, I, I occasionally do. God. The thing is, like,
0: you put them out how long ago? Two months? That's not that
1: long. It isn't that long. It It, it is in the, you know, the... It is in the tape it is in the tape it. game. Yeah, you're right.
0: In the in, the, in the limited to 50 tape game, that's a long time. But in the CD game, that's... That's
1: how There's it should be. CDs that have been around... You know, I'm sure Pat has CDs that he did in the 90s that he still has.
0: Exactly, exactly. And it's a slow burn with CDs, and they... And if it's good they'll trickle out. And I think that's that's the way you gotta look at CDs and like, you can't be like, oh fuck, the last week, like they were out, they've been out for two weeks and they've already slowed down selling. Yeah. It's just how it goes, but it
1: they'll Right. They'll go. Yeah. Uh, and whatever. If they don't, they don't. Um But they're good. Yeah, you know,
3: for good sure. Stuff.
1: Like especially like uh they they're all good, but the Colbert Man, he's just doing some really good ambient. Like if yeah. you want good ambient, he's he's up there right now. For I don't sure. know. Some about Long Island ambient because Lasuria and Colbert, they're both from Long Island and yeah. very, very good.
3: Yeah.
0: Um so tell me about your collection.
1: What do you want to know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're famous for your collection. Uh, I see you're sitting in front of what I assume is a small portion of it.
1: It's yeah, it's a small portion.
0: Um, I know you're at least aiming to be a hospital
1: completist. I so the thing that sucks about that is every time that I think I'm that much close, there's like something else like, Oh yeah. Be- there's this also. And it's like, God damn it. Cause yeah. like at one point I thought I had 19 left and now I think it's up. To- it's still like less than 30, but uh-huh. the- out of what? 800 and yeah. some. And they're all, I have a lot of the very early stuff. It's, I, it's missing. I think I'm missing a lot of stuff from like, when he moved from Madison to uh, Rhode Island
3: okay,
1: and when it, it like there's, and it's, I think it's because it's uh, fractured fracture because him and Matt um, Simmons who ran the label with him in Madison, um, they were both doing things at the same time, I think. Uh, so there's certain things that's just like, well, there might actually only be like five of these, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Because, yeah. So it's like, there's, there's definitely some stuff that I probably will never have and no one will ever have. But you know,
0: it's does the hunt. he? I, I like did, to hunt. Does he help you with that process at all?
1: He has helped me a couple times. Yeah. No. How, is He's he like? He, he
0: knows. He knows that's your goal.
1: Oh, he definitely encourages it. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's it's not like a. I don't think he wants to like just hand it to me. You know, because well, what's what's the fun in that? You know.
0: I, I'm not even thinking like like giving you the stuff, but I'm just talking like giving you like. Info or tips or, or... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's
1: giving, he's giving me info. Like, sometimes it's like, hey, what is, you know, hospital number 74 or something like that because yeah. it's, like, not on Discogs or whatever. Yeah. And I think, actually, that hospital 74, I think, is the... It's one of the shirts because a couple okay. of the early shirts actually have catalog numbers. Uh-huh. So that's, you know, like, that's part of having it all. You have to have... if you Basically, if it has a catalog number, it's fair game. Yeah. Um, well. Like there's one I think it's I think it's Hospital 299 is a uh it's like a uh, basically a deconstructed magazine
2: uh-huh. like a
1: glamour magazine that I I think Nico Vassarelli I think it's it's his um and it's like 500 pages of like it, 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 basically if you got like a uh, a Seer, an old Sears catalog or something like that, and but took the spine off, and they're just separate pages. It's like, you know, that's it's <laughs> it's got a catalog number. I have it, but it's like that. I've never seen it for sale.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, I I got it on like eBay, I think, but I've never seen anyone else have it. And I think there's a lot. It's probably probably the like fashion world has it.
3: Right, I mean, right, not right, even
1: right. It's because it's not noise at all. Right, uh, or maybe it is. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Uh it, yeah I I uh I have like my collection's it's really in shambles it's not organized at all uh-huh. uh like what you see behind me is kind of nicely placed on a shelf but it's not completely organized Yeah. like uh those are all the uh the hospital uh the little disney box looking yeah. things uh that's like I that's all of them. I think I'm the only one that has all of them.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Cause there's like two of them that are limited to 10. Yeah. Uh, and that's because they stopped making those cases. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They just disappeared. Um. But uh, I really, I'm really into hunting for a lot of the 90s stuff now. Yeah. Um, stuff that directly and indirectly influenced me that I'm yeah. kind of, you know, trying to, It's like a history lesson right? Um, and hunting for it is fun, but absolutely unbelievably devastating. I bet. Um, You got a decent job, right? What's that? I got, Oh yeah, dude, I got a decent job. I think
0: that's, Um, that's a, that's a key. I mean, that helps.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you, I mean you, some of this stuff, I mean, I've definitely paid way too much for certain things, but you know what? There isn't, I'll never get mad at, at a price of something because it's either, you know, you see a price of it and it's like how bad do I need it? Yeah. You know, either you get it or you don't. If you don't pay it, you can't be mad at the price cuz right. whatever, who cares? Yeah. It is what it is. If 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 you don't want if you're not willing to pay that price, then you just don't want it. Yeah. You know. There there and there is a limit. There's plenty of things that I've like missed because it's like Oh, it was 300 bucks or something. It's just like, eh, I, I can maybe hold out. And, you know, yeah. you hold out and you get it for 150 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking in, like, high hundreds <laughs> even now. <and> like, <laughs> it's nothing. But, like, some of this stuff is, it doesn't exist.
3: Yeah. Like, when
1: you find it, sometimes you just have to jump on it. Yeah. Or And then, you know, you hear, like, some people who are just like, Oh, yeah, I got, like, I just was talking to this guy and I got all this for, like, five bucks. And you're just like... I, I I I'm gonna cry. Like <laughs> what you what you just told me is the most devastating news. I wish you didn't tell me.
0: <laughs> um, so wh- where do you where do you find most of your deep finds? Did it discogs or do you have
1: dealers? Um, I found stuff on discogs, uh, as everyone has. Um, but you, uh, I've just you know, I've I've talked to just random people. Sometimes friends might have something that you know isn't like publicly uh aware of that they have it or anything like yeah. they don't have it in like a discogs collection yeah. but like it's like i know they have that i'm just gonna ask them like yeah. hey, would you sell that or whatever yeah um yeah. the way i got all my deadline stuff i just got in touch with this texan guy and he happened to have <laughs> really insane shit that's yeah. like you know, like there is no way any more of these even exist, probably well wow. um just just with the way that richard there cuz you know i i have better access to talk to richard now cuz he lives here yeah and uh he, it's stuff that he doesn't have right. you know he like he almost never had it right. you know he might have a master maybe right. but like yeah. doesn't have a finished product of certain things and it's it, it, the thing there's some labels um deadline in particular that no matter what it just keeps going there's different versions yeah. uh, gray wolves are another one no one on earth ever will ever have every gray wolves thing because yeah. because as far as i'm concerned like with the 80s and uh, like gray wolves bootlegs count towards yeah. the collection okay. maybe they don't uh, you know it's like oh it's not an official release but guess what that was what they did so yeah. the bootleg matters just as much as the one that, you know, David and Trevor did or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and endless. Just when you think, you, oh, I got nine versions of this. Guess what? There's a 10th version <laughs> that you that, you know, this guy has and he's never given it up. And uh, deadline is endless. Uh, and it's in, a lot of it's in shambles, uh, yeah. like catalog uh, cat number wise and stuff. Yeah. Um the 90s stuff is hard to find because, you know, a lot of it probably just got thrown out eventually, you know. And it, sure. on top of it being small editions anyway, uh, you know, they're just gone. And you got to think like uh AMP, a- a- like Painjerks label.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He wasn't really like huge. You know, yeah. now he's absolutely legendary and one yeah. of the best to ever do it. Yeah. But I would be hard pressed to think that 50 copies of like a lot of those AMPs even exist. Sure. Maybe some of them, but I doubt it. Right. So that stuff's, you know, very hard to find. Uh, everyone knows that Gildan's hard to find um, because a lot of them are just private tapes, yeah. you know, maybe he made f- 10 tops and gave them at a show. Right. Cause that's a lot of the other things. It's like they would make tapes and it's, it is a release they just gave it to a show, but the show was, you know, in Houston, Texas, and yeah. it's not like they were on tour, right. you know, so you had to be at a random show in Houston to have that tape, and,
2: yeah. you
1: know, so either, either some of them are just gone, or some of those guys were, like, friends with him, so they're never going to give up the tape, and why would they? They were friends with right. him, you know, it's, right. like, a, a piece of him that they can still have, you know, it's right. Like personal, um, right, right.
0: What are some of your prized possessions? Uh
1: The special packaged ones for sure. Uh well, not not necessarily. I mean the the pain jerk stuff is really good. Uh the gildan stuff I have is good. The the deadline stuff um I uh for the for the inevitable like top releases uh you know of all time that you're going to ask me uh at this point yeah. uh i was going to spin it around for you uh, on <laughs> the best packaged releases of all oh, time yeah um but maybe maybe i'll just uh
0: no, that's that that's good. I mean, I, I was I I was I was gonna ask you some variation on all time. All right, I, good. I,
1: mean, I kind of had a feeling because everyone knows the question's coming now, so it's yeah. like I actually had time to think, and it's yeah. like ah, that kind that defeats it. But you know, what yeah. am I gonna? You you, you have to. Two thousand twenty three. You know. I'm gonna
0: start switching it up on people. They're not gonna know it. Right? Yeah. Switch, you, good. I'm start, you should switch up the format. Um. So I'm gonna ask you that in a second. Um, okay. But uh, one question that I have is, um, I've heard you say, you know, you you collect all these original originals and I've heard you, I've read somewhere maybe that you aren't personally into reissues. Why is that?
1: Uh, I think it goes back to the, um, uh, the, the package and whether or not it's just a J card. Like that, that was the intent. That was the original intent of it and i'm not like against um reissues i think they should happen there's definitely things that should be reissued because they're incredible um you know and uh miko does a really great job in industrial recollections and stuff like that uh even richard reissuing his own old stuff <laughs> the old deadline i'm telling you like if people don't if people only have heard the, and I'm not going to knock Richard on that, like with the harsh noise wall stuff where it's, it, I think it's an acquired taste. And so, you know, like a lot of that uh, ran into like what Richard does now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is like then the stuff he was, he was one of the best ever, ever to Absolutely. do it. That stuff is so unbelievably good. yeah And, but no one's ever heard it because it doesn't exist, but now he's reissuing it and stuff like that. And it, that's great. He should, because people should hear some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, there, there just really is stuff that should be reissued, but I, I don't know. I, I, I hold a, uh, a reissue can, can be a placeholder. We'll put it that mm-hmm. way. Um, mm-hmm. for me, like, let's say I really want to hear something and I, you know, I don't want to download it, you know, legally download it or something like that. Uh, I'll, I'll, and, and, and I also want to support a label or something for do, you know, whatever. Hey, they reissued it. I'll get it. I'll listen. I'll enjoy it. But I will always search for the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I also kind of believe that people shouldn't be reissuing things that they don't personally have the original. I think you should have the original because otherwise, how did you hear it? You know, what did you download it? And you're like, oh, this is cool. I, I just want to put it out. Like, yeah. did you really, did you really experience it? Not really. Yeah. You just downloaded yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So that's that's important. Like I I had asked um. Uh, Mark Solotroff, if I could, if if and when I get all the cassette series, the A fives. I think there's 19 of them. Um. You know, can we just do a box set reissue CD, you know, just do each 19 CD reissue, have a booklet, you know, like a perfect bound booklet with all the, you know, all the art and stuff like that. Uh, It will never happen though, because the condom. So, and you can't just leave out condom. Uh, So it'll never happen, which is fine. Um, But, you know, some of them on their own have gotten reissued and stuff like that. And they should. Uh, and then there's a couple that are eluding me and will probably <laughs> uh, it's so hard to find some of those, and no, you know, another thing limited to 50. They're all 50 um, and they're all good. Every single one that I own is incredible. Yeah. But but let's just say condom uh, Mike was saying, oh, yeah, you can you can reissue it. And I got permission to reissue everything from everyone, but I did not have them all personally. I would not put it out. I would wait years until it's like well, You okay? I got my final piece ready to go. You know, yeah. we we can finally reissue it now. Yeah. Um, Mark reissuing it on the other, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he could, but yeah. Um, once again, it won't because of the condoning.
2: I respect
0: um, it, though. that. I I I feel that too. I feel I feel that too. I feel like I've been also approached by some. I'm not a big collector of like the old stuff. I would love to be, but I just am not. It's, it's not.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just can't.
0: Yeah. I love it though. But I mean, so, I mean, I've gotten like approached by certain people or like, kind of like either artists or like other labels that are like, Hey, let's reissue this. And I always kind of feel like I'm sure it's killer. And I think so much to release, reissue, but I don't have, I, it's like, I'm, I don't have it. Like I never had it, right? And, I, and like, if you're gonna send it to me now, I can listen to it. Be stoked on it, but it sort of feels it's not. Right.
1: It's a re a, when a, when a label's reissuing something. I, I think it should be somewhat personal to them. Yeah, you know, I guess like it should be meaningful. If you're if you're willing to reissue something, it uh, you have to ask yourself why. Why am I reissuing this? Uh, Cause I love it, or cause I know I can make money from it, or so you know. What are your intentions?
3: Right.
1: Um. uh, Yeah. I. 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 It's just. Just. Just have it. Reissuing is fine. I'm not against reissues. I. I. I, Not. Not misquoted, but I think that's. uh, I think people think that I. I hate them. Don't ever reissue it. No, absolutely reissue things. Yeah. But do it right. You know.
0: And it doesn't. It, do, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't fill a hole in your soul. It doesn't.
1: It will. It'll never. A reissue will never fill a hole in my heart. Maybe it yeah. will in other people's, though. Yeah. You know, because they they want it for a different reason. Yeah, and that's absolutely fine.
3: Yeah, cool. But
1: always a void for me.
0: <laughs> okay, so tell me your top five packaging of all time.
1: Might give you a little more than five. But. Okay, <laughs> and don't just tell yeah. Show me. Don't just tell me. Yeah, show yeah. Me. I, I'm, I'm going to try one. One that I thought of that I, I don't know where the hell it is. Uh, this is a classic. Gross. Passion mm-hmm. on the rubbers. Masana. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Absolutely genius. Oh yeah, this is genius. Uh, this is Pain Jerks. Great invisible crashing. On uh, Bentley welcomes careful drivers. And that's a saw. I mean you gotta be a little you it's a miniature strip. hacksaw.
0: Miniature hacksaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um This one is kind of a, a strange one. Uh it's Scott Generex E equals H V. And it's I'll undo it so people can see it. It's like from nineteen like ninety. Uh it's a piece of like cinder block. Wow. Uh, and then it's got like a metal plate and maybe we can get it on camera there's like math met and i can't see it it's like, it's like mathematical etchings and stuff on it um and i think he did it as a uh like thesis or something like that in mm-hmm. like school um and there's apparently like 500 copies which might be true but that's kind of outrageous. Wow. Um. This one. Uh, this is uh, MSBR's fracture wow. silence. <laughs> in like a big. When I first saw this, like I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like in a rock. Because yeah. it looks like a rock. Yeah. yeah and yeah. It, but it's, like, it's like a piece of like spray painted foam. <laughs> yeah. And it's 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 just so dumb. But this yeah. is this is amazing. and it's good so everything that i'm the reason why they're like in the tops yeah is for both this sounds amazing and it's it's like everything going for it is is perfect um i don't know if i can reach it it's on a shelf and there's like stuff but the the four shrines on gross
3: yeah
1: um beautiful it just this the symmetry and yeah. uh, it's i <laughs> i i he he had something that none of us have and it's just it, it, it's unbelievable it, it it is arguably the best label arguably
0: um definitely that that can be said
1: with
3: pretty uh, good confidence
1: this is a good one and the funny thing is is it's not it's not on sound probe but it is, you know, sound probe related and it's it's on uncut. And it's uh-huh. a uh, proof of the shooting diagram A double. Oh. And it's got these little handcuffs that come with it. And Uncut it's, meaning uh in both his label, yeah. Yeah. Um it is <laughs> it's just it's it's simple, but it's it's perfect. Like this yeah. is this is everything about like nineteen nineties noise. Like yeah. this is what it is. Is it's it's, it's kind of it's dirty. There's like weird fuzz on it. Yeah, it's taped, <laughs> you know, taped on like labels and stuff like that. They're yeah. kind of coming off because it's you know glue that's twenty five years old. Yeah. Uh. Uh. The one that I can't find is Cosmic Bondage, uh, from Smell and Quim with yeah. the doll. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, come on, like, yeah. <laughs> what? What an outrageous them in you can say everything from them is pretty much essential. Uh, they're 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 on a whole other world.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and then uh, a newer one that is, it's creeping its way up to like the best packages maybe ever. Uh, it's it's in the other room. I'll, I'll get it. Me sure. yeah, bring it. This is a, uh, it's a, it's a new hospital one. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, the Oswald Resurrection, the United States of Autopsy. Yeah. And he got the, <laughs> these are the old, like, he got them fabricated. It's a uh, a Dallas police badge and stuff like wow. that. So, like, just going to those lengths yeah. to fabricate, like, because he didn't, he couldn't just buy those. I think he had to have a mate. Crazy. Um, just, in, you know. <laughs> And that's like noise. That's that's noise to me. That's what it's all about. That is what it is all about, and so that's why it's you know if if it's your your best of all time, yeah, sound is important, but so is how it's presented. Yeah, it has to. It just has to be.
3: Definitely.
0: That's uh, I'd love to. I'd love to see more sometime. I'd love to. I'd love to. Just be able to, because I mean, being able to touch is like I said, a big thing too.
1: Right. And well, the you know, and the, the the thing is, is there is so you know, you you, I can have really good things, and then you see something someone has, and you just you're just like, oh, like, oh my, my complexity, my, my my whole collection is garbage because yeah. I don't <laughs> have that one thing now.
3: Yeah.
0: Do you feel that? Do you feel? Do you feel that way? Something? Do you feel like you'll ever be satisfied?
1: No. Never. Is that a good feeling or a bad feeling? It is both good and bad. <laughs> it's it, it's it's horrific and it, it pains me on a daily basis. <laughs> but then I I like hunting things down. It, like that is that's the fun thing about it. Like uh, new stuff is am- is great. I'm glad uh, new stuff is coming out constantly. Um, you know whether you know insane packages and stuff. But it's like you can get it and it's pretty accessible um as as it should be but then to hunt for that old stuff cuz it's it's just gone it's so you know even when you're hunting for like oh i want a, an old led zeppelin record it's like you can probably find it right you know but no is yeah 50 copies less 10 copies yeah 10 copies means it doesn't exist as far exactly. as i'm concerned it doesn't yeah. exist
3: Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, Do you have five new things that you are really excited about, including, you know, include packaging in that maybe? Like five new releases that you are like... Um,
1: You know what? Of the new stuff, I I haven't really, like, seen... uh, There's a a couple, uh, like, and they're going to... I'm going to just sound like a big hospital fanboy, but he's really... It's really doing like insane stuff lately with, you know, packaging. So as yeah. far as packaging goes, um, this, this one's last year's, it's uh, called Van Gogh Torments. Yep. And it's in like a, a little easel and stuff like that. <laughs> and it, it, if, if it was nothing but the tapes, it would have still been the best album of 2021. I think it came out a year yeah. ago, like at yep. this time. Yeah. Amazing. It's yeah. absolutely just very, very, very good. Yeah. Um, as far as like packaging stuff, uh, this is the Mangled Clit Special Edition. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that, that uh, a reissue, yeah. that is a reissue that absolutely everyone needs to get. It is toppest tier power electronics. Yeah. It's exactly what power electronics should be, where it's like, it's not, it's not necessarily like pleasing or like, it's just dirty, filthy. You, you can actually kind of hear what he's saying too. Yeah. And you, you listen and you're just like, Jesus Christ, like... Yeah this is really extreme shit that you're saying um incredible yeah um but just as far as like good stuff coming out yeah um i think that field work is Mm -hmm. very underrated um and people should listen to Paul's stuff more uh, golden purifier and then he i I think it's him but I'm not sure there's it, it's like it's a Russian uh, title it's in Cyrillic mm-hmm. so I mm-hmm. can't read it mm-hmm. um, but those are really good Slacking uh, he did uh, pretty much everything he did but there's a tape uh, or a uh, CDR on uh, wills label Prosnog yeah uh, that's really good and yeah. he's gonna be I think people are gonna hear about him more. For sure um, he's uh, he's good very good very good live too, which always helps um there's a new product or a new uh hospital uh kind of mainstay called acoustic shadows, and mm-hmm. it's all based on uh like civil war uh kind of stuff mm-hmm. civil war like ghostly um kind of hard to find because I don't think i don't think he put that on band he puts a lot of the stuff on bandcamp but I think this mm-hmm. is like limited to twenty five and fifty mm-hmm. and um but if uh if he ends up doing more of that uh people should pay attention to that mm-hmm. very very good stuff very different um uh, very very noise it mm-hmm. actually is noise um where it's it has that unlistenable quality to it it's like it's mm-hmm. not not hi-fi, like ooh yeah, this yeah. is it's 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 death. Yeah, it's it's the sound of just death. Um, <clears throat> Rogue State University uh, is probably one of the best things going right now, and it's, and that is it's way way goes way beyond sound and tapes. It's it's a whole. It's, it's a thing, it, you know, it's, yeah. it, uh, trying to think of, uh, like anything in the past that is like similar to that where it's, 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 it's not a collective or anything like that, but it's, it's a whole, it's like a, it's a theory in a, in and of itself. It's, it's a university, you know, uh, he started something that's just it's it's outrageous and it just it keeps going, it's endless. It's it's intelligence. It's lack of intelligence. It's uh you know it it's science. It's agriculture. It's (laughs) it's it's so it's so beyond like what anyone would think to do. Like why would you do this? Yeah. But then again Why has no one else done this at all? Uh, It's it's incredible. I I love it. I can't. I'm I'm glad that I'm enrolled in Rogue State University, and everyone should be. If if you get a uh, an application in the mail, uh, like some by either someone sending it to you or some send him send it back. Trust me, it's worth it's worth it. It's it's one of those things. It's culture. It, this is this is noise as a culture and that this is this is why noise exists it's things like rogue state university um and I, yeah the last thing and it, it, it's hard to pick just one thing uh but i think this is going back to like my noise core roots uh reanimated miscarriage is by and large the best noise core label i have ever seen hmm. um and the stuff he's putting out it, whether it be a c2 or you know a, whatever a, a c30 60 whatever it's of the mo- the highest quality with without losing its like noise core like flavor and edge yeah. to it yeah you know it, it it's just it's <laughs> I don't know. It's so good. The art is good. Everything about it is good. It's, it's, it's like a, it's a big fuck you to like everything and how everyone thinks, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like noise core is it's, it's wonderful. Cool.
0: I'm not aware of that. Yeah. It's a good name though.
1: It's a perfect name.
0: (laughs) Well, Jim, I would say you've given me a lot here and given us all a lot. I appreciate everything you've put forth here. Um, what do you got coming up next? For you personally or um, or with Fusty?
1: Personally, I uh, eventually <clears throat> do have that laureate. Um, I'm working... I've been working on a uh, double LP for... I don't want to say that I've been working on it for like five years, but it's mm-hmm. been ongoing. Whether or not I've been, wor- you know, like I, I just didn't work on it for two years, whatever. Um, I should probably just finish it, <laughs> uh, but it's that's going to be a deterge, and I, th- I think it's v- very good. And it's going to be along the lines of the uh, like the laureate and kind of like what am I listening to. Mm-hmm. What the hell is this
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I, th- I think that's that's important. everyone should try to go your own way um as far as fusty uh i'll just uh, I'll be having you know my random tape drops um i was, i I, li- I like to let those be what they are like when you see it it's just like okay, this is something new, something different yeah. Yeah. you know no no promotion for it It's just like here yeah. you go. There's some new stuff, yeah. Um, but the most important thing is it is actually happening. Finally, the David Gilden box set. Um, it I I wanted it to be out before the end of the year, but I'm that's not going to happen. So it will be done in the first quarter. Cool. Uh, the tape portion will. So what it's going to be? Uh, I think it's going to be 16 or 17 tapes, um, mostly C90s. And, uh, you know what? Actually, this is going to be a good promotion to, uh, do it this way. Um, it's going to be 50 copies of the tapes and it's not going to be cheap, but it will be cheaper and a lot better if you send me a money order or cash. Um because I don't really want to put it on Big Cartel. I just don't want to. I want to see, in keeping with the spirit of, you know, that night, it's like, I want it to be, send me an email. You know, it, 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 it will be announced probably, like, on Instagram or something like that, just because, uh, otherwise people might not know it exists. Um, but now, now you know. Uh, and yes, doing a reissue in 50 copies is, like, the stupidest thing on earth but don't worry it will get a slightly abridged cd box that that you know there's going to be 300 copies probably and it'll be anyone who wants to hear it will get to hear it um as they should yeah Uh, he's just he was one of the greats and gone before anyone knew how good he was yeah definitely
0: that's, that's yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing that there's so much other material out there. I mean, there's Texas Chainsaw Dauphin, which is like the,
1: that's not even the best one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, that's some, it, it like, it like is the best one, but it's kind of not the best one. Right. Like, I mean, Saugasm's just... probably the best.
0: Right. But I mean, there's those two or, or there's a couple others, I guess. But I mean, that seems like there's also so much other material that just wasn't even heard or appreciated. I mean, it seems like
1: at the time he was really unappreciated. Yeah. yeah, so this box set it, it, it is going to be like it's a it's a reissue because it's definitely reissuing stuff that existed, but it's going to have like alternate stuff on there too that I had gotten a hold of. There, there's an alternate take of the A side of the Mika Droid, which is the um, the collab he did with uh, Third Organ
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, on Slaughter. And so it's, you know, it's just, it's a little bit different. so I'm not going to reissue that tape, but it's a alternate mix of, you know, what was once, what, what became of the tape. And I think that's a little bit something different because I I think there is something to still track it down, track down the tapes. If you can that, you know, that's going to be hard to track down, but track it down.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, treat yourself. If you find it, treat yourself
3: yeah
1: you know it's worth it um but you get a taste you get a taste yeah. of because this isn't a discography because that's impossible
3: yeah
1: um but it's a very good uh collection of what he did so, awesome yeah
0: well, you heard it here first, order directly from Jim send him an email about it.
3: That's the way to yeah. go. Yeah.
1: Shoot me an email. If I get like f- like fifty emails for this, that's fine. I I will answer your email and you will probably be put in a K. Because I probably I probably won't get fifty. I'll probably get twenty five. And if I get twenty five emails, you can pretty much consider yourself getting one. So
0: you get know, if I get a right hundred
1: emails, well that's uh that's you might get a hundred emails. You might get a hundred emails or more. Yeah, well, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah we'll see no no matter what you're you can probably get a a cd version no no matter what that will be readily available um so prepare and that's going to be that'll come a little bit later because that's uh the the money from the tapes is gonna have to pay for that because it's not it's it's gonna be a lot yeah for sure that's a big that's a big project either way cool jim well
0: thank you so much it was a pleasure yeah likewise And uh, we'll stay in touch and talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to White Centipede Noise podcast. And a big thank you to all Patreon supporters that make this show possible. If you're a fan of the podcast but not currently supporting, head over to patreon.com slash white centipede noise now to check out the many benefits of doing so and find a level that fits you.